0: MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires.
1: MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the Talladega 500. Sponsored by the Wide Track Grand Prix. Wider is better by Coca-Cola. The official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By Wix Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR. By Napa Auto Parts. Napa, we keep America running. Two-way communication by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. By Pfizer, where life is our life's work. By MBNA, issuer of the official NASCAR credit card. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, it's in NASCAR. Is it in you? By Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR, cart, and the NHRA. By Ford, the official truck of NASCAR is built for tough. And by the Brewmasters at
2: Budweiser, who remind you that fresh beer tastes better. Engines have fired aboard the cars as they sit on pit road and get ready to roll out on the racetrack to begin three pace laps before we get the Talladega 500 underway. Good afternoon again, everyone. I'm Joe Moore along with Barney Hall. Welcome back to MRN Radio's live coverage of the ninth race of the year for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, the Talladega 500. Five drivers failed to make the field for today's race. Kenny Wallace, Kyle Petty, Rick Mast, Hut Strickland, and Andy Hillenberg are not with us. Here's the 43 who are.
3: 43rd is Mike Wallace today. He'll drive the nation's rent Ford. Starting 42nd is Ron Hornaday. He's in the Conseco Pontiac. The Mobile One Ford with Jeremy Mayfield is the 41st starter. 40th is Matt Kenseth in the DeWalt Power Tools Ford. The Caterpillar Dodge with Ward Burton will start 39th. 38th position will be Elliott Sadler in the Motorcraft Ford. In the Valvoline Pontiac with Johnny Benson starts 37th. Ken Schrader starts 36th this afternoon. He'll be in the m ms Pontiac. And the Cheerios Dodge with John Andretti starts 35th. Jimmy Spencer goes from 34th position in the Kmart Ford. The Phoenix Racing Ford with Jeff Purvis is 33rd. Ricky Rudd starts 32nd in the Texaco Haviland Ford. And the Kellogg Chevrolet with Terry Labonte will start 31st. Bobby
2: Labonte has the Interstate Batteries Pontiac starting 30th today. Buckshot Jones is 29th. He's in the Georgia Pacific Dodge. Robert Presley's Jasper Engines Ford goes from 28th. Kurt Busch is 27th driving the Sharpie Rubbermaid Ford. Rusty Wallace has the Miller Light Ford starting 26th. Jason Leffler in the singular wireless Dodge goes from 25th. Andy Houston has the McDonald's Ford starting 24th. Brett Bodine goes from 23rd. He's in the Ralph's Red Cell Ford. Jeff Burton has the Sitco Superguard Ford starting 22nd. And Casey Atwood starts 21st in the Dodge dealers UAW Dodge.
3: It'll be Todd Bodine starting 20th in the Kmart Ford. The Budweiser Chevrolet with Earnhardt Jr. will go from 19th. The 18th starter is Kevin LePage in the Kodak Chevrolet. The Pennzoil Chevrolet with Steve Park starts 17th. Dave Blaney is the 16th He's in the Amico Dodge and the Real Tree Chevrolet. With Dave Marcus is 15th. The 14th position belongs to Bobby Hamilton in the Square D Chevrolet and the Dupont Pepsi Chevrolet. With Jeff Gordon is the 13th position. Starting 12th, Mike Skinner in the Lowe Chevrolet and the UAW Delphi Chevrolet. With Jerry Nadeau starts 11th.
2: And the 10th starting spot, Joe Nemechek the Oakwood Home Chevrolet. 9th is Kevin Harvick in the GM Goodwrench Chevy. Eighth is Michael Waltrip the Napa Chevrolet. Tony Stewart has the Home Depot Pontiac starting seventh. Sixth starter, Dale Jarrett, the UPS Ford. Fifth is Mark Martin and the Pfizer Viagra Ford. Ricky Craven has the Tide Ford starting fourth. Third is Bill Elliott and the Dodge dealers UAW Dodge. On the front row, Sterling Marlin, the Coors Light Dodge. And on the bud pole, Stacy Compton in the Kodiak Dodge.
3: We have 10 former winners in the field here this afternoon, 10 drivers in the field that have won here at Talladega before. If you've never been to this racetrack, it is indeed quite a sight. The track is 2.66 miles around. The turns are banked 33 degrees. The trioval is banked 18 degrees. 4,000-foot backstretch, 4,300 feet here in the front stretch. So this is a racetrack, Joe, that was built for speed, as we said yesterday, when they came up with this one in 1969. Nothing but pure speed here.
2: They keep that uh, pedal to the metal, as they say, all day long, practically, going into the corners, and it's banked so steeply. If you're trying to ride around here at a slow speed, the car won't even stay up on the banking. It's so steep. It wants to slide down. But when they're running around 200 miles per hour, no problem. It seems almost flat as they make their way through the corners, one and two and down and three and four. Let's introduce you now to the voices you'll be hearing on our broadcast coverage today, covering the action for us in turns one and two. And he'll have his eyes full today from Rancho Cucamonga, California, Dan Hubbard.
4: Thank you, Joe, and good afternoon, everybody. I'm in a tower about 30 feet high just outside of turn two, next to the fan-filled Bobby Allison grandstand. The first two turns here at Talladega certainly live up to its super speedway namesake as the drivers negotiate the steep 33-degree banking, three, sometimes four wide, at speeds well in excess of 175 miles an hour only inches apart. It's breathtaking for the fans. It's harrowing for the competitors. It's simply two turns where the cars do not slow down. I'll be here to cover all the rush hour traffic at turns one and two of Talladega.
3: When they leave turn two, it's 4,000 feet down to turn number three. A lot of moves are made in that back stretch. Sometimes they get three and four wide and sometimes they have to funnel down to two going off into the corner. Dave Moody from Barry, Vermont will cover the action there.
5: All right. Thank you, Barney. And coming off that 33-degree banking in turn two, These drivers will certainly have no shortage of options today. The backstretch, as we mentioned, 4,000 feet long, at least five usable lanes wide, and depending on who you've got for drafting partners, any one of those five lanes can get you to the front pretty quickly. Unfortunately, any of those five can also get you in trouble pretty quickly. And when trouble starts out here, it's usually big. This is the high-speed end of town, and we look forward to plenty of action here this afternoon on the inside of turn number three.
2: Another member of our broadcast team who will be very busy today is Mike Bagley out of Dover, Delaware. He'll cover the action in turns three and four.
6: Thanks, Joe. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm positioned on a platform in between the first and second levels of the Anniston Grandstand, and we surely had our eyes full yesterday watching the NASCAR Busch Series drivers run three and four wide through turns three and four here at Talladega. The thing here at this end of the racetrack, this is where you want to close all the deals you made on the back stretch. And as we get down to checkered flag time, try to find that drafting partner, make that final move off turn four and down through the trioval. I'll cover all the action through turns three and four and off onto the front stretch here this afternoon.
3: Crowd on their feet, anticipating the start of the Talladega 500, and it's not too far away. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway, the field on the final lap before they cut them loose here this afternoon under green. Today's broadcast of the Talladega 500 brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Talladega Super Speedway to MRN Radio, solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the expressed written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited.
2: Field is working down the long back straightaway. This is uh, their uh, last pace lap before we drop the green flag and get the race underway. Again, just about a packed house here at the Talladega Super Speedway here today, waiting for what's going to be a good one. Perfect weather conditions. And a couple of things we'll be watching for. Number one, I guess, is what the Dodgers are going to do. Obviously, they've got qualifying figured out as they won the bud poll for the Daytona 500 starting the season off. And, of course, Stacey Compton had the outside front row there, so they covered the front row there. They've done it here as well with the Dodgers of Compton and Marlin there. Bill Elliott just behind them. The uh, first Ford in line is Ricky Craven. He'll start in the fourth position. The first Chevrolet starts in the eighth spot. The first Pontiac in the seventh position. And I guess, Barney, it's just kind of a toss-up as to which make is going to be favored in the race here today.
3: Well, I don't think there's any particularly favorite make any time they come here, Joe, the way they race at Talladega because, as we've said so many times, the draft is truly the equalizer. Something else you want to watch in the early going, a lot of really good teams starting at the back of the field. Drivers like Matt Kenseth, Ward Burton. Uh, I think John Andretti is way back in the field, so is Ken Schrader. Ricky Rudd starts back about 32nd position, and Terry Labonte in there, and Bobby Labonte all the way back to 30th to see if, indeed, they try to hang on to that lead draft real quick. Now, was it the last race we were here that Bobby Labonte dropped back and and road or was it Daytona? I can't remember. I
2: think it was a Daytona, just kind of laid back for a while and came up late in the race. Another factor today, the fact there are six drivers in the field who have never raced here at Talladega Super Speedway in any kind of competition. So that's going to make it very interesting to see how they adapt to the drafting, which is so vital to doing well here on this Super Speedway. The pace cars made the hard left-hand turn onto pit road. The field beginning to tighten up, beginning to speed up even more as they work through the trioval at pace lap speed for the final time, looking up to the flag stand to get the signal to get the Talladega five hundred underway
3: everybody 's heartbeat goes up a little bit at Talladega when they get ready to put them under green here for either race, either the one that we 're running here today or the one that we run here in the fall they're about a thousand feet away from the start finish line. Green flag is in the air, and the Talladega Five hundred is underway. Good start for Stacey Compton. He gets away from everybody by two or three car lengths. In fact, they're single file already among the front three from fourth place on back. They're still two wide going off to turn two.
4: Not only a good start, Barney, it was a great start for Stacy Compton. He's all by himself by two car lengths over the second automobile of Sterling Marlin. Ricky Craven is in the third spot, but he'll feel a challenge from Bill Elliott underneath.
5: Elliott down on the inside of Craven as they race the back straightaway. Stacy Compton will duck it down to the inside lane. Top three go with him. It is Stacy Compton, Sterling Marlin, Ricky Craven as the field chases that Cody.
6: Off the end of the back straight away, they stack them three wide. Here comes Joe Nemechek going all the way to the top of the racetrack. That'll be for about the sixth position. Michael Waltrip in the middle. Mark Martin down below. They're still double wide for fourth
2: in front of them. Bill Elliott to Dale Jarrett's inside. That is a race for the fourth position. Stacked up double wide all the way back to the field, except three wide now for what would be the sixth position. Joe Nemechek takes the outside lane, tries to make something happen. He starts falling backwards. It's a three-car breakaway now, leading the pack into turn one. Stacy Compton still has has the top spot. Sterling Marlin in
4: second, Ricky Craven in third. Then it's about four car lengths back to the fourth position of Bill Elliott. He's got his mirrors full with Mark Martin and Dale Jarrett side-by-side for fifth.
5: It's Martin on the inside, Jarrett on the outside as they hurdle off the banking and hit the 4,000 foot back straight away. Both lines with plenty of drafting help. Nobody getting the advantage. Now it's Elliott by a car length as they hit turn number three.
6: So Bill Elliott will grab the fourth spot. Now it's side-by-side for fifth. Here comes Mark Martin down to the inside. He'll get a boost. He'll grab the fifth spot. Dale Jarrett tries to squeeze in line behind them. Tony Stewart is on the move
3: to the inside of Michael Waltrip. They break out of the corner, head back into the tri as it's now six-car draft at the front of the field. They're running single file, working their way back down to the line, led by Stacy Compton, Sterling Marlin, and Ricky Craven. All of a sudden, second place is about to evaporate. I'll make that third. Bill Elliott dives to the bottom of the racetrack and goes for third in turn one.
4: Elliott makes a move to the inside down to the bottom of the racetrack. Craven gives him a little bit of racing room. Give the third position to Bill Elliott. Now the fight is on the fourth between Mark Martin and Ricky Craven. Craven
5: trying to fight back in that high lane as Mark Martin comes after him down low
4: right behind
5: Martin, drafting help from Tony Stewart, but Ricky Craven try to do it all by himself up high. It won't work as they hit three.
6: Off the end of the back straightaway, Craven will get the shuffle backward. Martin will go by. Tony Stewart 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 goes by, Michael Waltrip goes by, and they still continue to go by to the
2: inside. Here comes Kevin Harvick with drafting help off turn four. Harvick works the inside lane, now pulling up alongside the Ricky Craven car. He'll bypass him and grab the ninth spot. Here's a challenge for the lead. The draft forms up behind Sterling Marlin on the inside lane. Marlin takes the top spot. Bill Elliott goes with him, and Mark Martin tries to hitch a ride. Stacy
4: Compton could get no help on that middle groove. He's hung out to dry. Everybody passing him to the bottom. Tony Stewart gets by Michael Waltrip, but now Kevin Harvick coming. Here comes Jerry Nadu as they battle for the seventh spot.
5: No help on the outside for the former leader Stacy Compton. Now he's going to go into the middle of the three-wide sandwich as Ricky Craven has some help to his outside. Stacy Compton, the pole sitter, fights his way back to the low lane.
6: Stacy Compton trying to find a way down to the inside. He will do it. He will race alongside Ricky Craven. First eight nine cars all single file, three wide behind Andy Houston, Jason Leffler, and Dave Blaney at the top of the racetrack.
3: Really hard decide which line you want to be in. The bottom line at the bottom of the racetrack, the middle line or the outside line as you go around the speedway. Normally in the early going, the inside line will be the quickest. That's exactly what's developing here right now. A little further back in the pack behind that 10-car single-file draft as they go over to turn two. Some furious racing going on. They are three
4: wide with Andy Houston
3: down on the bottom. Next to him is Jason Leffler. Joe Nemechek is in that mix.
4: So too is David Blaney. They're still three wide down the back
5: stretch. Everybody holding their positions, running tight, running fast, down the back straightaway as they continue three abreast, heading for turn number three. Three
6: wide now for the eighth spot is Ricky Craven to the outside on Kevin Harvick. Meanwhile, challenge and change for the fifth position. Michael Waltrip shuffled Harvick out of line. So put Waltrip now in the fifth spot. Jerry Nadeau the sixth. Here comes Waltrip to the inside of Stewart. This is
2: the race for fourth. Michael pulls down to the inside line, looks for some drafting help as they come into the tri and it forms in line behind him. But everyone else drops to the low line as well. So single file front 10 cars with Kevin Harvick, the last one of those ten, then side-by-side side for 11th, climbing the banking of turn one. It is still Jason Leffler and Andy Houston battling
4: it out, wheel-to-wheel wheel for the 11th spot. Neither driver getting an inch as Leffler really working that middle groove with not much help from behind. They're
5: headed to turn three. Andy Houston right down on the yellow line at the bottom of the racetrack, trying to take the shortest route around this Talladega Super Speedway, and so far it's working. Houston down on the inside will pull even with Ricky Craven as he moves up in the low lane.
6: The McDonald's Ford wound up down low. Houston will bypass Craven off the end of the back straightaway. Further up, Dale Jarrett stuck in the outside lane. Jerry do make that, yeah, they do to the inside. He'll shuffle Jarrett out of line, and Jarrett has no drafting help.
3: Dale Jarrett with nobody to draft with, is going to lose at least two, three, four spots before they get back to turn one. Very interesting thing going on in the early going. Look who's running way back at the tail end of the field. Jeremy Mayfield, Johnny Benson, Matt Kenseth, Jimmy Spencer, Terry Labonte have all dropped to the back of the field. They go back to turn one. Leaders coming
4: into turn one and turn two. It's still Sterling Marlin at the point. Bill Elliott hot on his bumper. Mark Martin makes it third. They're single file, top five spot.
5: The Dodge boys running one and two at the front of the pack as Marlin leads the low line charge this time down the back straightaway, away. Elliot, Elliott snuggled right in on his rear bumper Then Mark Martin, Tony Stewart and Michael Walters.
6: Race is going to be for the sixth position. Kevin Harvick climbs the banking. He's double wide there with Jerry Nadeau. Behind them,
2: Stacy Compton in the low lane. He has Andy Houston up top. Then it's two by two for about five rows behind them. Further back, Ron Hornaday starts to show up. He's up to the 13th position trying to get some drafting help to work in the outside lane. At the front of the pack though, it's single file among the front five cars. Sterling Marlin across the line, Bill Elliott second, Mark Martin third, Tony Stewart fourth, and Michael Waltrip is fifth. Tony Stewart had a little bit of an idea trying to get to the
4: inside of Mark Martin, but Martin blocked him as they go into turn one. Michael Waltrip still running in that fifth position. Battle is on for six. Still between Jerry Nadeau and Kevin Harvick, they're wheel to wheel. It's Nadeau on the inside,
5: Harvick on the outside line, running nose to nose, midway down the back straightaway. Nadeau on the bottom of the racetrack, picking up some drastic help from Stacey Compton, but they're still dead even
6: into three. Off the end of the straight away. Harvick still has his Chevrolet wound up in the outside lane. Nadeau down below, still double wide behind. No one getting an inch, while Sterling Marlin will lead
3: the field off turn four. Sterling Marlin leads him back into the trial to just show you how quick things can change at Talladega. Kenny Schrader started in 36th position. The last time they came by the start finish line, he was up to 11th, while Dale Jarrett has lost a few more positions back in the field. Right now, that outside line beginning to form up and chase down the front of the pack as they go over to turn two. That leader of the outside line, Barney, would be Kevin Harvick. He's got plenty of help behind, like Andy Houston,
4: Jason Leffler, and Joe Nemechek. That outside draft working well.
5: turn three. The youngster's trying to work that high line on the back straightaway. They'll get some help now from Michael Waltrip, who slides up out of line. Down the back straightaway, they fly. It is Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, Mark Martin, and
6: side-by-side for fourth place. Tony Stewart with a fender out in front down low. Michael Waltrip kicked to the outside lane. Waltrip does have drafting help from Kevin Harvick and Andy Houston, while Tony Stewart has drafting help from others to his inside off
2: turn four. I mentioned Ron Hornaday a few moments ago moving into 13th. He's now picked up the 11th position. And what's so notable about that? He started 42nd in the field today. We've only completed nine laps. Here comes Michael Waltrip trying to get some help from Kevin Harvick. They're working the outside lane, trying to grab third. Going up a little bit high through turns one
4: and two is Michael Waltrip. Pulls up alongside Tony Stewart for fourth. Stewart holding his line down to the bottom of the racetrack, down to the bottom of the 33-degree banking. They're door handle,
2: and door handle down the back
5: lane. versus Chevrolet. It's Stewart on the inside this time. Waltrip on the outside. It's Michael Waltrip, the Daytona winner, trying to fly some muscle. Stewart for the moment will hold him off as they hit
6: the end of the back stretch. Still double wide. Michael Waltrip outside. Tony Stewart down low. Double wide behind as the front three cars race single file. No one getting an advantage. Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, and Mark Martin, the top three. They'll
3: put 10 laps on the scoreboard. When they come back down to the line, Sterling Marlin leads in the Talladega Five.
1: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of
5: unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths, find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches.
3: Back at Talladega for the running of the Talladega 500. Twelve laps are complete. Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, Mark Martin, Tony Stewart, and Jerry Nadeau. At least that's the way they were running a moment ago when they passed the start-finish line. Here they come out of turn number four. And, Joe, it's amazing how far back some of those guys started and have now worked up into the top 15. There's a couple of guys who came from the rear to the front and a
2: number of guys who have gone to the, from the front to the rear. One of those individuals is Dale Jarrett. He started back up around the sixth position. He's now dead last. Jason Toy, what's the story there? We'll talk to Todd Parrott and the crew down here for,
7: for Dale Jarrett. They're really saying, asking, "What's going on?" They're saying, "Just kind of riding out there. They have not heard a single word from Dale." So just kind of hanging out there and letting some of the traffic uh, sort out their way out the front.
3: Had a lot of drivers tell us over the years in packs of traffic like we watch here at Talladega. Sometimes the particular area you're in or the group of cars you're running with, you see somebody doing things that you really are not comfortable with. And this early in the race, it's no big deal to drop back in the field or get away from that particular pack of traffic or even drop to the tail end of the field because you've still got plenty of time to get back up there. Let's give you a rundown at least through the top 15. Sterling Marlin and Bill Elliott ride first and second. Mark Martin's third. Tony Stewart's fourth. Michael Waltrip is Fifth, Jerry Nadeau is sixth, Stacy Compton would be seventh, Kevin Harvick eighth, Ron Hornaday ninth, and Andy Houston is tenth. Hornaday continues to really charge to the front. Ron is a man on a mission right now. Let's pick him up over in turn two. He's
4: starting to pressure Stacy Compton. He's only about a car length and a half off the rear deck lid of Compton. Ron Hornaday looking very strong in the seventh position. They're too wide behind him.
5: And Hornaday continuing to close in on the back bumper of the pole sitter. Stacy Compton pulls right back up under his rear spoiler as they hit the midway part of the straightaway. Hornaday running
6: Last time by, Hornaday made a bold move through turns three and four. He went three wide under Michael Waldrop and Kevin Harvick.
2: Now Hornaday will follow the tire tracks of Stacey Compton as they work off turn four. Also right behind Ron Hornaday is a car of Buckshot Jones. He started back in the 29th position. Now he's up there in the top ten, trying to make some moves. Stacey Compton has started on the Bud Pole. is trying to hold off Hornaday now. He slides to the outside. Here comes Hornaday and a charge down to the inside to blow by him. Side by side into turn one. Compton has no help whatsoever.
4: Hornaday has all kinds of help with Buckshot Jones right behind him. And Hornaday barely qualified for this show. He's looking good now in the sixth position.
5: Ron Hornaday looking to send a message early that he's going to be tough to deal with this afternoon. Takes a peek down to the inside but does not make the move on Jerry Nadeau.
6: He'll keep it single file down the back straightaway right behind him. Buckshot Jones to the inside of Stacy Compton. That's the race for the seventh position. Buckshot Jones to the inside. Stacy Compton in his dodge. Kick to the outside lane. Compton with only one car behind him and Joe Nemechek. Meanwhile, Buckshot has about five behind him off the corner.
3: Big action going on back at about 14th place back there in the last couple of laps around. That's where Mike Skinner, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dave Blaney, Bobby Labonte, Matt Kenseth, and John Andretti have been kind of wrestling with each other. Two wide, three wide as they go off into the corner. Ricky Craven has dropped back all the way back in that pack also as they go over to turn two. And
4: Bobby Labonte now wants to make a third line of racing up way up high. He doesn't have much help now. Matt Kenseth gets in behind line, and Bobby Labonte dives back down low for the rest of the car.
5: Labonte took a look to the outside to make it three wide, looked in the rearview mirror, saw nobody interested in going with him, dropped it right back into that second groove there. Three wide now for the number six position.
6: Shot Jones on the march moving up. Down to the inside, he will grab the spot. Here comes Jeff Gordon behind him and now here's Ron Hornaday stuck in the middle lane. Ward Burton goes by. Michael Waltrip will go by. Hornaday now changes lanes to the outside off turn four.
2: Hornaday falls back in the tenth position. They're stacked up behind him. Joe Nemechek in that battle. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. He squeezes to the inside. gets some drafting help. That'll propel him on past that line of cars on the outside lane. Double wide from twelfth on back in turn one. Keeping an
4: eye on Dale Jr. He's down to the bottom right behind Michael Waltrip. Bobby Labonte's at his right elbow. Mike Skinner right behind, Jr. He is in and well trafficked. They're two wide from six on back.
5: Everybody holding their line as they hit the exit of turn number two, as they file it down the back straightaway. Sterling Marlin leading the way, right on his back, bumper Bill Elliott. Mark Martin, Tony Stewart, now to
6: the inside, Jerry Nadeau. Nadeau opens the inside lane, kicks Buckshot Jones to the outside, so Nadu with a fender out in front. Nadu has drafting help in the form of Jeff Gordon, while Buckshot Jones has drafting help from Ron Hornaday. They are two by two by two, now three wide off turn four. Yeah.
3: The only way you can move up through this field is if you do get some drafting help. We've seen that all afternoon since they put them under green. But the inside line continues to be the quick one. Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, Mark Martin, Tony Stewart, take them back to turn number one down to that inside groove and as they come over to you Dan Hubbard that outside lane and that center lane sometimes will move forward but more times than not they'll move backward. That's absolutely right Barney right now Ron Hornaday is trying to get some players to come with him on that
4: outside lane so far it's not working. Hornaday made ground got himself up into the top
5: five by running that low line but now has ventured to the wide side and he is paying the price down low it's Michael Waltrip he'll take a spot away next
6: in line is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Earnhardt Jr. has his Chevy wound up down low. He's going to try to put a move on Hornaday but Hornaday rallies back. It's a fender out in front of Michael Waltrip but Hornaday only has two cars to draft
2: with behind him off turn four. What a fast mover in the early stages of this race. Ward Burton who started 39th. He's in the seventh position. Now starting to challenge for the sixth spot. He swings to the outside lane. Picking up the draft from Jeff Gordon. They're on the move. This time using the outside lane.
4: Ward Burton closed up right on Jeff Gordon. Then he backed out of it. Now he's side by side with Jerry Nadeau. Behind them is Michael Waltrip and Ron Hornaday. Now it's Ward Burton trying to make that outside groove work. He's trying to get to the inside against Jerry Nadeau. Pulls
5: dead even on Nadeau at the back straightaway and now Burton will pick up some drafting help on that outside lane as they hurtle down the back straightaway. It's Nadeau on the inside, Burton on the outside.
6: Here comes Burton in the outside lane off the end of the back stretch. He will lose ground to Michael Waltrip down low. Waltrip gets a fender out in front behind Waltrip. He has drafting help from his teammate Dale Earnhardt Jr. while Ward Burton has drafting help from Ron Hornaday.
3: As they move into the trial and back to the start-finish line, 20 laps go on the scoreboard. Sterling Marlin continues to lead the Talladega 500. Citywide to
1: countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you, plus... You can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's Hercules Tires.com. Hercules Tires ride right on our Craftsman in your hand, nothing stopping. Yeah. Not a chair, could you stand, or even engine repair? Craftsman in your hand, nothing you can't do. Make a lawn, Mickey John, boy that kitchen net on. Craftsman. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or
6: Craftsman.com. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So
1: if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on Turn 4 in Daytona,
8: then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com
2: slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Strength.
3: Typical racing here at Talladega in the 500 this afternoon. Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, and Mark Martin have been three of the strongest cars. They, nothing has changed among them at the front of the field. They've been there since they put them under green earlier this afternoon. The movers and shakers from about sixth place on back is where the action has been going on. Tony Stewart rides fourth right now. Jerry Nadeau pulls up on him, tries to go around the outside. He has a little help from Ward Burton in that outside groove. Are they going to be able to get up there with the front two? Jerry
4: Nadeau is working that outside draft, and so far that outside draft has proved ineffective in terms of catching the leaders.
5: Right now, Nadu is going wheel to wheel for It's with Tony Stewart. Nadeau on the outside lane. We've seen many times in the past that the high lane gets better as the day goes on. Nadeau trying to make it good right now as he'll pull up. Bump drafting with Ward-Burton on the outside of Mark Martin.
6: Double wide for third. Here comes Nadeau. He gets a fender out in front of Martin with Ward-Burton behind him. Nadu only has the Burton car to draft with while traffic stacks up down low. The race
2: is for third off turn four. Sterling Marlin shows the way. Bill Elliott rides along in second, then for third side by side. Ward Burton works the outside lane, looking for some drafting help there from Jerry Nadeau. They're trying to get by Tony Stewart, Stewart trying to switch lanes, but forced to stay down low. As they come into the turn, Nadu was in a battle with Mark Martin for third, but now
4: slides back into a battle for fourth. It's still with Tony Stewart. Behind him is Jeff Gordon and Ward Burton. They're side-by-side side for the sixth spot. They race down the back straight.
5: Tony Stewart trying to fight off the charge. Hangs on tight to that low line as they race wheel-to-wheel wheel down the back straightaway. It's Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, Mark Martin, and nose-to-nose nose for fourth, Tony Stewart and Jerry Nadu
6: Side-by-side, Nadu loses a bit of ground now as he comes into the corner. Tony Stewart gets a fender out in front. Now Nadeau will rally back. Double wide from fourth on back, about four rows deep off the corner.
3: So far, the leaders have not had much of a challenge. Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, and Mark Martin. All of a sudden, that outside draft has pulled a few cars up within striking distance, but that's about as far as they can get is up to fourth place where the scramble goes on, trying to take it away from Tony Stewart. This time, Nadeau gets a good run of that outside groove. He takes fourth place away from Tony Stewart well he had it for a second they go over to turn two
4: it didn't last very long did it Barney it doesn't here at Talladega Nadeau had a good look at fourth and slid back it's still Tony Stewart with a better bottom line
5: and the battle wages once again off turn number two it is Stewart on the inside they do on the outside both with about 10 to 15 drafting partners. Again, it's Nadeau down the back straight away with a bit of an advantage.
6: Now Nadeau gets more of an advantage. He's going to try to go after Mark Martin again, but he's not quite close enough. Seesawing back and forth for the fourth position. First Stewart will lead,
2: then Nadeau will lead. Now it to be dead even with Stewart having a fender out in front. Wondering what happened to a couple of guys who started up front, like Stacy Compton. He's back in 41st right now, and as we told you Dale Jarrett has fallen back to the tail end of the field. He's running in 43rd. Up front, though, here's the challenge for the third position. Jerry Nadeau gets a draft form to the outside lane. They're going after Bill
4: Elliott. Nadeau carried all kinds of heat into the turn. It was good enough to be side-by-side side with Mark Martin for the third spot. Now they're still side-by-side wheel-to-wheel as Nadeau gets help from Ward Burton. Nadeau
5: and Burton say we're going to run that high groove until it pays off and right now it's beginning to work. Burton pulls alongside Mark Martin. That's the battle for the number three spot as they stampede into turn
6: three. Jerry Nadeau with drafting help from Ward Burton, Ron Hornaday, Mike Wallace, and Kevin Harvick. Down low, Tony Stewart with drafting help from Jeff Gordon, Michael Waltrip, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Still side-by-side side for fourth. No one gets the advantage.
3: Now, they can get a run, as we said, on the outside there and get up to about the second-place car. And then as they go off the corner and hit the straightaway, Jerry Nadeau and the rest of that pack of traffic start dropping back a little bit. Just shows you how strong the front three are at the bottom of the racetrack as they go back into turn one. Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, Mark Martin, Tony Stewart, Jerry Nadeau, the top five. In sixth right now is Jeff Gordon. Ward Burton is seventh. Michael Waltrip's eighth. Ron Hornaday is ninth. Joe Nemechek has worked his way up to 10th. Earnhardt Jr. is 11th. Mike Wallace now rides 12th, 13th to Casey Atwood. Jason Leffler is 14th. Kevin Harvick is 15th. Matt Kenseth, 16th. Andy Houston, 17th. Mike Skinner's 18th and 19th right now is Kurt Busch and Ricky Rudd's 20th. That's the way they passed here a moment ago. They're heading up for turn four.
6: Challenges for the third position. Jerry Nadeau to the outside of Mark Martin. Nadeau has bypassed Stewart with drafting help from Ward-Burton. The challenge still is on for the number three position.
2: Nadeau and Ward-Burton have been working together here for about the last ten laps trying to make something happen, and all they've been able to do is go backwards. They'll try to form a draft. Get some people to come along with them. And as we were talking earlier, the outside lane just does not seem to be working, at least at this stage of the race. They do now is slipping back for the fight for fifth
4: between himself and Jeff Gordon. So you're right, Joe, it's just not working on the outside, regardless of how much drafting help you have.
5: Gordon now pulls up to the low line on They Do. We'll look to dropkick him back another spot. Gordon tucked right in under the rear spoiler of Tony Stewart as they race the back straightaway. Right behind Gordon, here comes Michael Waltrip.
6: Waltrip getting his car wound up. He has Ward Burton to his outside. Behind those two drivers, Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the inside lane. Ron Hornaday to the outside. Behind them, Casey Atwood down low, joined by Joe Nemechek to his right.
3: And as we said a moment ago, just typical Talladega racing in the early going. Only 28 laps complete. They're about to put 29 on the scoreboard. Let's take a quick swing up through pit Road and see if anybody's saying anything we need to know about. Jim Phillips?
0: Well, Barney, everything's uh, kind of calm down here. Nothing, everybody's wanting to be keep these cars straight some people wanted to fall back it was pre-arranged to kind of slide back through the field they figure that within 10 or 12 laps they could go from the back to the front with the right car we expect pit stops around lap 50 somewhere that range could be a little earlier but somewhere in the lap 50 range we'll see the first cars come on pit road for gasoline and probably a lot of two-tire stops today.
3: Track position always important here at Talladega as it is anywhere else. So in Jim Phillips's area, nobody reporting any major problems or even any minor problems. Winston Kelly?
9: Similar situation here. A couple of guys reporting that they're just a little bit warm on the temperature front, Todd, but I'm one of those. Stacy Compton, wanted to get some air on the front nose of his car. It was running just a little bit warm, so just like Dale Jarrett, he dropped back to the end of the pack. Unlike a lot of tracks that we go to, you hear a lot about handling. You don't hear a couple of drivers reporting that they're just just a tick loose. One of those uh, was Buckshot Jones. Just a tick loose through the tri Bill Elliot said the same thing. But the rest of the guys just riding. We talked to Andy Petrie, and he said Joe's kind of found a place. Talking about Joe Nemechek, he's found a place that's comfortable, and it looks like a lot of guys have done that just to feel out the competition for the next little while.
3: And a quick report from Jason
7: Toy. Well, down here in this end of Pitt Road, the same thing on the other end of pit Road as well. Everybody kind of biding their time, letting some things shake out a little bit. One thing, Dale Jarrett, a little bit hot with the motor, so... Back the fans off a little bit and trying to work their way, uh, stay pretty stable until they get to the first pit stop.
3: 30 laps complete. Sterling Marlin, Bill Elliott, Mark Martin, Jerry Nadeau, and Tony Stewart, to top five. Hey, folks, this is. Today's broadcast of the Talladega 500 is brought to you by Ray Bestas, the best in brakes. D3EA certified for safety by Team Monte Carlo, the cars more champions depend on. Chevy will be there. By McDonald's, we love to see you smile. And by Lumar Window Film, follow the racing pros and choose Lumar.
2: Two laps, two lead changes. It was Jerry Nadeau for one lap around. Now Mike Skinner is swung around to the high side of the banking. He takes the top spot going off to turn one. Nadeau falls to second. Jeff Gordon is now up to third. Ward Burton is fourth. Dave Blaney is fifth. Sterling Marlin, who led about uh, 30 laps of this race, he's fallen all the way back to the 29th position. The battle for the lead on again going to turn three.
5: Side by side, it's Jerry Nadeau down low. Mike Skinner up high. Nadeau with the
6: same drafting partner he's had all day. That's Ward Burton and Jeff Gordon falls in behind Skinner this time Nadeau will hold the top spot defender out in front, here comes Mike Skinner rallying back to the outside the battle for the lead
3: now, side by side off turn four, Mike Skinner working his way up to the front of the field, they come into the dogleg here at Talladega, head down to the start finish line two wide this time, at least up among the front six, scramble for the lead Mike Skinner's got it at the line Jeff Gordon gives him a push. Dave Blaney helps Gordon as they go to turn number one, and all of a sudden that outside line is a quick one over to turn two. Came
4: in and came in in a hurry. Mike Skinner still nails down the lead. Jeff Gordon is in second. They are running by themselves. Battle is side by side for third. David Blaney is Jerry They do try to
5: hang on to the bottom lane now, and it's not working for him as Blaney is up on the outside. He's got more drafting help, and he's got third place. They do alone in fourth, and they're three wide for fifth with Ward Burton on the
6: bottom. Andy Houston all the way at the top of the racetrack. Joe Nemechek in the middle. Ward Burton down low. Now the inside lane begins to advance. Ward Burton now gets a fender out in front. Nemechek will gain ground. Houston will squeeze in line behind Nemechek. All four.
4: Houston
2: looked into behind Joe Nemechek momentarily. Now he decides to make it three wide and swings to the top side of the banking. So here they come battling for the fifth spot. Three wide while the front four drive away. And it is a heck of a shuffle going on as they work their way to turn one. They're three wide right now as they go into turn one.
4: Does anybody back off? No. They keep it three wide. All the way around, turns one and two. It'll be Ward Burton down to the bottom. Andy Houston up high. Joe Nemechek, the man in the middle. That's the way
2: they keep it down the back track.
5: Nemechek drifts a little bit high. That forces Houston right up next to the concrete, but the youngster does not lift. Andy Houston keeps the hammer down. He's got a nose out on
6: top as they continue three wide into turn three. Now Joe Nemechek will squirt out. He will grab the fifth position. Three wide still behind them with Ward Burton at the bottom. Jason Leffler in the middle. Andy Houston up top. Unbelievable racing. They're three wide about seven rows deep on back.
3: That is unbelievable racing, but what it has done is allowed the front four who ride in a real tight draft nose to tail to open up the biggest lead we've seen this afternoon at Talladega. Mike Skinner takes them back to turn number one with a healthy advantage over the rest of the field for the moment. That scramble still back for sixth place. It's a good one going over to turn two.
4: And they come into turn two. Still three wide. Mike Wallace now is battling for the sixth position. Ward Burton down low. Andy Houston still up high. Neither driver with an advantage. Wallace trying to poke the hole and drive it up the middle now. Wallace
5: in that middle lane as they run three wide down the back straight away. It's Mike Wallace with a good bit of horsepower. Houston trying to hang with him but he can't do it as they hit three.
6: This is the race for the seventh position. For now, Wallace will get seven, three wide behind for eighth. Ward Burton still hanging tough in the inside lane. He's got Bobby Hamilton now will join him to the outside. They will thin out double wide
2: now with Ward Burton and Bobby Hamilton side by side. Once Joe Nemechek broke out of that three wide race for the fifth position, he pulled away by about five or six car lengths from the rest of the pack. Jason Leffler also squeezed out of line. It's beginning to break up now with Mike Wallace. Now Bobby Hamilton, they're beginning to form up single file from fifth on back. They are single file top
4: eight cars as a matter. Of fact, here comes your leaders. They've got a big gap between them. It's Mike Skinner, Jeff Gordon, David Blaine, and Jerry Nader. That's about seven cards back to the second half. And from
5: fifth on back, I think they looked up ahead and said, hold on, fellas, let's put a postpone sign on this battle. See if we can catch up with that lead four before they break away. Joe Nemechek leads to second draft at the end of the backstretch.
6: They start to make up some ground, led by Nemechek, Jason Leffler, Mike Wallace, Bobby Hamilton, Ward Burton. Now Ken Schrader in the mix. Behind Schrader, double wide. Kurt Busch rallying to the inside. Andy Houston in the McDonald's Ford up top.
3: Furious Racing at Talladega, 38 laps complete. Mike Skinner, Jeff Gordon, Dave Blaney, Jerry Nadeau, and Joe Nemechek are your top five. At Talladega, Whale of a battle for the lead up in turn four.
6: Jeff Gordon to the top spot. He's got drafting help from Dave Blaney. Here comes Joe Nemechek to make it three wide down low.
3: Gordon makes
2: a move. Swings down to the inside. Takes to the top position. Mike Skinner tries to battle back to the outside lane. He pulls even without drafting help up alongside Jeff Gordon going for
4: the top spot. Mike Skinner will try his counter attack to the high side but nothing doing. Jeff Gordon pulls out of the lead and now Skinner tries to defend his second spot from Joe Nemechek. Nemechek down low. Skinner up high. Their door Door to door off the corner.
5: Joe Nemechek with some drafting help from Bobby Hamilton swings it down low, way to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get all the racing room he can. They are on the move at the head of the back straight away. It is Gordon, then Skinner by a nose over Nemechek.
6: Skinner trying to hang on to the second spot, and he will do it for now, but side by side behind for third. Joe Nemechek with drafting help from Bobby Hamilton, while Jerry Nadeau is drafting help from Jason Leffler off the corner.
3: Kind of a three-car breakaway as they move down into the trioval, running single file. Now the inside line comes up to full power as they work their way back down to the start-finish line, trying to gain up there. And catch Jeff Gordon if they can do it. Not going to be able to do it this time as they sweep back into one. I know a lot of folks are wondering why we're not talking about their favorite driver. Well, a lot of the favorite drivers here have dropped all the way back to the tail end of the field. Let's give you a few of those. Ron Hornaday is back to 28th. Elliott Sadler is running 29th. Robert Presley is 30th. Terry Labonte is 31st. Todd Bodine is 32nd. Jeremy Mayfield now runs 33rd. Bill Elliott who led some of this race at the front of the field or ran along in second there for a while, I should say, has fallen back to 34th. Michael Waltrip's 35th. Sterling Marlin is now back to 36th. John Andretti, 37th. Jimmy Spencer rides 38th. Then Stacy Compton, who started on the bud pole. Stacy's all the way back to 39th. Ricky Craven, who started up toward the front of the field, is 40th. Johnny Benson, who started at the tail end of the field and has elected to stay back there for the moment, is 41st. Dale Jarrett rides 42nd, and Brett Bodine is 43rd.
2: Now let's check the front end of the field of the Napa leaderboard. Jeff Gordon is the race leader. Mike Skinner runs second. Jerry Nadeau third. Jason Leffler fourth. And Kenny Schrader is fifth. Sixth now, Joe Nemechek. Dave Blaney is seventh. Bobby Hamilton is eighth. Ward Burton ninth. And Kevin Harvick is tenth. Eleventh now, Matt Kenseth. Twelfth is Bobby Labonte. Mike Wallace is 13th. Kurt Busch is 14th. And Mark Martin runs 15th. Nap Auto Parts, where NASCAR fans get their parts. Later on in today's broadcast, Barney and I will select the winner of the Ray Bestus of the Race Award. The driver who experiences the best break during today's race will see a $500 donation awarded to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries on his behalf. Ray Bestus Brakes are the official brakes of NASCAR.
3: Should be closing in on pit stops in another seven or eight laps around the racetrack. They're about to put 45 on the scoreboard as they come down to the line. Still at the head of the field is Jeff Gordon. He's going to get a challenge this time. Kenny Schrader brings that outside group of cars, and they come running in a hurry, heading off to turn number one. Dave Blaney gives him a little drafting help. Is he going to get the lead?
4: Kenny Schrader does take the lead from the high groove. Now he dives down to the bottom in front of Jeff Gordon. So give the lead to Kenny Schrader. Jeff Gordon now trying to counterattack to the inside. Gordon dives to the bottom. He wants the lead back on the back straightaway.
5: It is Schrader. Gordon. Then Mike Skinner and Kevin Harvick. Here comes Harvick charging in the outside lane as they're dead even for the lead.
6: Here comes Jeff Gordon down to the inside. He will retake the lead and shuffle Ken Schrader back to second. Schrader will try to hang on to that spot, but Mike Skinner down low as drafting help from Jerry Nadeau. Schrader will lose the second spot.
2: He'll race side by side with Nadeau for third. Gordon's got the top spot. The race for the second position now as Kenny Schrader tries to hang on to the outside lane, hoping for some drafting help. He's got it in the form of Dave Blaney who pulls up behind him. Also Matt Kenseth in the outside lane. They challenge the cars of Jerry Nadeau and Mike Skinner. Pouring into turn one, Jeff Gordon rides alone in the top
4: spot. But Kenny Schrader and Mike Skinner are locked at the elbow for the second position. Third and fourth will be Jerry Nadeau and David Blaney. They're two by two by two from second on back. Lock step to
5: the back stretch as they race for second, third, fourth, fifth on back. Jeff Gordon leads the parade at the front of the pack. Then it's Skinner and Schrader side by side. Nadeau and Dave Blaney in the
6: fourth and fifth spot. Schrader still to the top side of the racetrack dave blaney and also the car of matt Kenseth behind him meanwhile down low mike skinner with jerry nadeau and bobby labani behind him double wide about five rows deep from second on back off the corner
3: been furious racing at the front of the field last 10 laps around actually from second place on back i should say jeff gordon's been able to hang on to that lead although he lost it momentarily to kenny schrader here comes schrader one more time he's got drafting help again in the outside lane Takes the high ride around turn number one. He may take the lead away.
4: Pretty good run by Kenny Schrader in the M&M's car. He's trying to take the lead. Doesn't quite have it. As Jeff Gordon maintains control down to the bottom. They're wheel-to-wheel off the curve.
5: Dave Blaney doing everything he can to push Kenny Schrader to the lead. But so far, it has not been quite enough. It is Gordon down low. Schrader up high.
4: Side-by-side. The
5: advantage by a
6: bumper Schrader in turn three. Schrader with a fender out in front. Gordon, though, rallying back in the outside lane. Looks like a high-speed. Pace lap at the front of the field. Now Schrader with a fender out in front. Here comes Gordon back to the inside. They're side-by-side for the lead at Talladega. Dead
2: even once again off turn four into the tri Jeff Gordon hanging out of the top spot, or at least trying to hang on. Ken Schrader trying to mount the charge once again on the outside lane. And at the line, it will be Schrader taking over the lead. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. Ken Schrader becomes the sixth different leader this afternoon in the Talladega 500. We are 48 laps into the race. Schrader over Jeff Gordon, Dave Blaney, Matt Kenseth, and Mike Skinner. And we're about to see the beginning of green flag pit stops. Let's check in there now. First with Jim Phillips. Yeah, well,
0: we've got Sea Park on the pit lane. Joey's going to get four tires on his first stop today. Four tires and fuel. Moore stops down in front of Winston Kelly. Uh,
9: One of those a lap ago was Kevin LePage. We've got a lot of the guys up on pit wall. Expect to see Sterling Marlin and some of the guys coming either this time or the next time around. Here comes some guys down pit road now.
3: Pit stops we predicted, or Jim Phillips did a little bit earlier, somewhere around lap 48 to lap 55. And again, a wave of cars come up in in front of Jason Toy.
7: Dave Laney makes his way in. They automatically go to the right side of his Dodge. Further back down pit road, also Jeff Purvis in. Ron Hornaday, who's went from the back to the front with right side tires only, topped off the fuel tank. Ron Hornaday pulls away quickly. Right behind him, Mike Wallace as well, all in on this end of pit road. Winston Kelly.
9: Several more drivers, a chassis adjustment, a couple of them, track bar and a wedge adjustment on Sterling Marlin's car just behind him. Michael Waltrip, both of these guys getting four tires and fuel. Jason Leffler away, four tires and gasoline. Sterling's car stalls. That's going to cost him some time. He refires fires it. You can hear it in the background. Four tires and fuel for the Cheerios Dodge of John Andretti.
2: Here's Jason Leffler coming down the pit lane, making his stop. Also, the machine of Jeff Purvis is in. Sterling Marlin, as you heard, made his stop. Let's go back to Jason Toy. Everybody down here on this end
7: of pit road now fully coming in on the pit road. We have got Ward Burton comes in with automatically the right side tires. Also in front of him, Tony Stewart is in with right side. Todd Bodine, Ricky Rudd all in on this end of pit road. Nobody with any complaints down here on this end. And talk to uh, Tommy Baldwin in for... That of uh, Ward Burton said his car is awfully good. No changes made as he pulls away. Also in on this end of pit road is Todd Bodine as he pulls away and
0: also Kurt Busch. And we've got the leader in down here, Jason. We've got uh, Jeff Gordon is in. Right behind him is Mike Skinner. Jeff Burton is in. Fred Bodine is in. Bobby Labonte. Terry Labonte. Kenny Schrader. All four tires of fuel. Lap 50
9: is the count right now. Winston Kelly. Well, a couple of guys that just pulled away. Todd Bodine was one of them two tires on his car and 76 fuel buckshot jones got four tires in gasoline he's down and away now another host of cars making their way down pit road we haven't seen rusty wallace in yet and sometimes he hasn't quite gotten the fuel mileage as others so he's going a little bit farther now they swing to the right side of that car just in front of him is the robert presley machine on pit road now joe nemachek they're working on the right side of his chevy the post
0: sitter stacy compton on pit road right side tires there jim phillips and uh, they're getting left-side tires on the Kevin Harvick car right now. Winston on his Chevrolet further up the pit lane. You've got Johnny Benson in. Right-side tires on his Pontiac. Now they swing around the left side. He's getting service. Second get in 76. Racing fuel is in. And he'll have his service complete here on lap 51. Mark Martin is back on the racetrack. He made his pit stop. Matt Kenseth
3: was in just a moment ago. Robert Presley made a pit stop. Rusty Wallace was in the pits. Now, these are all scheduled stops. This would be about the time that they would make the first round of pit stops. We have been caution-free thus far here at Talladega. Elliott Sadler has elected to stay on the racetrack, and he is the leader. We are back at the Talladega Super Speedway this afternoon watching the Talladega 500 unfold. And just about everybody now, Joe, has been in the pits. And the running order looks kind of like it did a moment ago, at least as far as the lead.
2: Well, Bill Elliott has moved up to the top spot now. The lead changed several times during that uh, sequence of green flag stops. Let's take you back to the beginning of the race. Stacy Compton started on the Bud Pole this afternoon. Sterling Marlin came by on the third lap, took over the top position until Jerry Nadeau came by. Thirty laps later, took over the lead for just one lap. Mike Skinner took over. He led a couple of laps until Jeff Gordon came by. Then an exchange between Ken Schrader, Matt Kenseth, Elliott Sadler during the green flag pit stops, and now Bill Elliott shows the way at lap number 54. Casey Atwood, his teammate, rides along in second now. Mark Martin is third. Jeff Gordon is shown now in the fourth position. Fifth is the uh, Ron Hornaday car. You've got Matt Kenseth, Mike Wallace, Kevin Harvick, and Andy Houston also among the top ten. We've had no caution flag so far, and everybody is still on the lead lap. This mid-race update is brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com, or when you attend a Winston Cup or Busch Series race, visit the familiar MBNA green booth and mention MRN for a second free
3: gift just for applying. John Andretti had a little problem on his pit stop. It's going to cost him. Let's get an update from Pit Road there.
9: Well, what it was, Barney, one of the tires got loose and rolled out into the grassy area separating the racetrack from Pit Road, and that's a penalty, so they brought him back down Pit Road for a stop and go, and he's going to be going a lap down now.
3: Now John's all the way at the tail end of the field back in 43rd position, one lap down, so a costly mistake on Pit Road for John Andretti and his team. Jeff Gordon leads. Ricky Craven rides in the number two spot. Let's pick that up over in turn one. Side-by-side battle between Ricky Craven and Bill Elliott. Craven pushing Jeff Gordon
4: down
5: the back track. Elliott with drafting help from his team Evernham teammate, Casey Atwood, as they run that inside line. It's Gordon, Craven, Ron Hornaday, and Mike Wallace
6: on the outside. Here's Craven to the bottom for the lead now. Here comes Ricky Craven to the bottom of the racetrack. He's going to challenge Jeff Gordon for the lead, but the problem is, Craven doesn't have as much drafting help that Gordon does, but that changes now as finally Craven gets assistance down low. Craven gets a fender out in front, but Gordon rallies back.
2: Gordon's strong on the outside lane with all the drafting help here in the middle of the trioval. Once again, here comes Craven pulling down to the inside. He will challenge, but can't quite get up there. It is Ron Hornaday putting the pressure on the outside lane. Now he's working on Jeff Gordon for the lead. It's the high team versus the low team, and right now the high
4: team is winning. Jeff Gordon's got the lead. Ron Hornaday in second. Mike Wallace and Ricky Craven, wheel-to-wheel for the third spot.
5: Craven now digging hard on the bottom of the racetrack, trying to hang on to the top five. As challenging on the outside is Mike Wallace. Right behind him is Andy Houston. Craven digging hard there, wheel-to-wheel for third place in the three.
6: Craven down to the inside. He's trying to regain some lost ground. He's racing for third with Mike Wallace. Now Craven gets a boost. He'll race side-by-side for second. Ron Hornaday to the outside. Three wide a few rows back as the lead continues to shuffle up off the corner. I'll
3: tell you what, Ron Hornaday is driving about as hard as anybody we've seen all afternoon here at Talladega. We've talked about him in the early going, moving up through the field, staying up in that top five or six. He's in the inside lane this time running about to take second place away from Ricky Craven in turn one, might even get the lead. Ron Hornaday got a great push from Mike Wallace behind,
4: and for the moment, Ron Hornaday has a fender out in front of Jeff Gordon, but Jeff Gordon riding down on the bottom. They're still side by side for the top spot at Talladega. Gordon looking to pick up a push from
5: Ricky Craven down to that inside line, but it's not going to be enough as Hornaday goes to the lead. Mike Wallace
6: right behind him to
5: second, up the middle going for third. Here comes Ward
6: Burton in the dodge. Here they come off turn number three now. Andy Houston climbs the banking. He will go to the outside of Ward Burton. Jeff Gordon to the inside lane. They're three wide for third and then they're
2: three wide for seventh behind them. If Ron Hornaday can hang on to the top spot, he'll become the tenth different leader of the Talladega 500. It looks like he will do it. Here he comes through the triumphal back to the start-finish line. Hornaday showed as a race leader at the stripe. Mike Wallace runs in second. Let's take you through a full-field rundown here on the Napa leaderboard. It is Ron Hornaday, Mike Wallace in second, Andy Houston third, Ward Burton fourth, and Buckshot Jones now in fifth. Sixth is Jeff Gordon, Ricky Rudd is seventh, Todd Bodine eighth, Jeff Burton ninth, and tenth is Ricky Craven. Rusty Wallace is in 11th. Joe Nemechek is 12th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 13th. Steve Park 14th. And Bill Elliott is 15th. 16th is Sterling Marlin. Casey Atwood is 17th. 18th, Robert Presley. 19th, Jeff Purvis. Mark Martin is 20th. 21st, Matt Kenseth. Bobby Hamilton, 22nd. Kevin LePage, 23rd. Terry Labonte, 24th. And Dave Marcus is 25th. Kevin Harvick now in 26th with Tony Stewart in 27th. Mike Skinner is 28th. Jason Leffler, 29th. Michael Waltrip is in 30th. 31st is Elliot Sadler, 32nd Kurt Busch, 33rd is Jimmy Spencer, 34th Dave Blaney, and 35th is Bobby Labonte. Brett Bodine is 36th, Stacey Compton 37th, 38th now is Dale Jarrett, Jerry Nadeau 39th, Johnny Benson 40th, Ken Schrader 41st, Jeremy Mayfield 42nd, and John Andretti is 43rd. Napa Auto Parts, where NASCAR fans get their parts. Today's broadcast of the Talladega 500 is brought to you by Remington's 597, the ultra-reliable 22 caliber rifle, by Napa Auto Parts, Napa, we keep America running, by Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR, and by Wide Track Grand Prix, wider is
3: better. For about eight or nine laps, we had 27 cars in rows of three riding around this racetrack, and they did that for many, many laps, and now it's broken up a little bit. In fact, about the front six have broken away. Ward Burton, Ricky Rudd, Jeff Burton, Jeff Gordon, Andy Houston, and Ricky Craven are the top six. From there on back, it's about double file to triple file as they work their way back down to the start-finish line. While the race has settled down just a wee bit, why don't we get some reports from Pit Road? Let's first go down to winston kelly
9: well some of the guys that have gone to the back have done so intentionally barney not so jerry nadu who was up toward the front of the pack before those green flag pit stops he meant to pit with the leaders didn't have any brakes as he was coming off a turn four so he wisely stayed out on the racetrack but he lost some momentum then came down pit road they put on two tires sent him back onto the racetrack but he lost the very front of the lead draft so he's hanging back there with dale Jarrett, but the car is just fine
0: jim phillips well, Kenny Schrader was a car that uh, was up there in the mix earlier, Barney, but uh, he's lost sight of the draft, and the reason for that is on well, that last uh, run, he ran out of fuel coming in on the last lap to the pits and uh, lost the leaders, so he's got a lot of catching up to do if he don't get overtaken and be lapped first.
3: That's like one of the drivers said in the pre-race activity, if you make a mistake at Talladega, it is very hard to overcome it and win. Quick. Report from Jason Toy.
7: Ron Hornaday has had an outstanding afternoon starting back in 42nd all the way up to the actually to the front spot and running more in the line of uh, the top 10 all afternoon long. They are very pleased with this car and a mere fact. It's the same one they ran at Daytona in the same fashion. They went from the back to the front. They finished up 17th. They only replaced the sides in the body shop between Daytona and now and they're saying that this car is actually running better than what it did earlier this season at Daytona but Ron Hornaday very happy. Said it's not a qualifying car but it's a heck of a good
3: drafting car. Gonna have a lead change over in turn three.
6: Here comes Jeff Gordon to the outside Barney. He will roll to the outside of Ward Burton so Jeff Gordon to the lead. Sterling Marlin back to second. They're side by side for third. Ward Burton with drafting help from Ricky Rudd as Joe Nemechek and Jeff Burton
2: right alongside him. Jeff Gordon mixing it up with the best of them here this afternoon. It's the third different time he's led this race. He's been a player from the start. Once again he crosses the stripe as the race leader. Sterling Marlin in second second. Jeff Purvis third, Joe Nemechek in fourth, three wide from third on back. Three wide, it, it would be Ward Burton down to the bottom, Mike Wallace
4: in the middle, and Tony Stewart now getting another sniff up at the front. He's worked his way to the front of the pack. they three wide from six on back.
5: Stewart tiptoeing up high but can't find room. He went to go around Mike Wallace, but Wallace just slid up the racetrack. Here's Ward Burton diving low. He'll slingshot
6: by Jeff Purvis. That's the battle for sixth place. Here's a challenge for the lead. Sterling Marlin to the inside of Jeff Gordon in turn Turn four, Marlin down to the inside with no drafting help, will draw even with Jeff Gordon, and Gordon has drafting help from Joe Nemechek and Ron Hornaday. Sterling
3: Marlin with a very strong dodge. He qualified well, he's practiced strong, and now he's going for the lead here in the tri down to the start-finish line at the bottom of the racetrack, trying to make that inside groove work. Unfortunately, he has no drafting help for the moment as they come right around him. Now he loses first, he loses second, he loses third continues to drop back in turn two. Sterling Marlin had
4: absolutely no takers down to the bottom of the racetrack. Jeff Gordon is your leader. Joe Niemicek is in second. Hornaday fights for Stewart for third. Tony Stewart got a good runoff turn two.
5: He'll come after Ron Hornaday on the outside, and he's got the drafting help. Hornaday now being passed inside and out.
6: He's dropping all the way back out of the top ten. Hornaday getting the shuffle backward as everyone powers their way by to the in and outside. Here comes Tony Stewart in the third spot. He'll feel a challenge from Dale Earnhardt Earnhardt Jr. Earnhardt Jr. wound up down low. He'll
2: try for a second. Haven't talked much about Dale Jr. this afternoon. Suddenly now he comes to the front of the pack trying to make a move through the trioval. It is Jeff Gordon hanging on to the top spot. Jeremy Mayfield down low trying to get a lap back and Joe Nemechek is going for the lead.
4: Joe oh, Nemechek, looked to the inside of Jeff Gordon, cannot pull off the pass because the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield is there, but now Dale Jr. makes a move down to the bottom, and you can believe this crowd is reacting by the moves of that Budweiser number eight to the inside of Jeff Gordon.
5: Earnhardt Jr. catching a draft off the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield as they hit the back straight away. Now takes a peek to the inside, can't find him to race, he'll have to follow Mayfield. Here's Nemechek going up the middle of a three
6: wide break to go for the lead. Joe Nemechek to the lead as Jeff Gordon gets shuffled to the outside lane, and Gordon will lose big. Down low, Dale Earnhardt Jr. for second. Tony Stewart in the middle, Gordon up top, and losing positions in the outside lane.
3: Joe Nemechek trying to hang on to the lead, works his way back into the trial. Well, now they're two wide all the way back through the field and three wide from about fourth place on as they work their way back down to the line and go into the corner. Now, Jeremy Mayfield is a lap down. He is down to the inside lane, just trying to stay up there and hopefully get that lap back. He can't pull over and let the field go but he's kind of stacking up the inside lane as they go off turn two. He's
4: fighting and fighting hard to get back on the lead lap. Currently, he's working to the inside of Nemechek, who has Tony Ford hot on his tail.
5: Now Mayfield ducks way down low on the inside of the racetrack, but everybody else goes with him. They'd rather have the draft as Mayfield's got enough car to keep him right in contention. Mayfield on the bottom, right behind him is Sterling Marlin.
6: At the end of the back straightaway, Sterling Marlin has some clean racetrack. No one to his outside for now, as Jason Leffler will go, go by Marlin. Meanwhile, Marlin trying to pick up the draft of Mayfield, and here comes Rusty Wallace rumbling
2: his way to the front. Haven't talked about Rusty today. Here he comes trying to make a charge. Here also comes Tony Stewart. He's going for the lead all by himself. He dives to the inside of the track. At the start-finish line, Nemechek will hold him off. It's Nemechek, Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Jason Leffler, and Rusty Wallace. 70 laps in to the Talladega 500. Good morning. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway, a five-car breakaway here as they come down to complete lap 73 of 188. And those five cars are nose-to-tail. It is Joe Nemechek over Jeff Gordon. Jason Leffler is third, Todd Bodine fourth, and Kurt Busch rides in fifth. Then a good ways back to a race for the sixth position. That's between Ron Hornaday and Sterling Marlin. Jeff Purvis is eighth. Ninth is Buckshot Jones, and tenth is Mike Wallace. Well, a special guest just stepped into our booth here at the Talladega Super Speedway. The grand marshal for today's Talladega 500, Randy Owen from the Group Alabama. And I asked you how you were doing. You said, I don't know what to
8: say. I'm amazed. <laughs> well, this is a wonderful day. It's uh as you know for me it's tough to, and my, my dear friend Dale Earnhardt is uh, first time I've ever been here when he wasn't racing but uh, it's a way of healing it's a way for me to come back I, I said I wasn't going to come back to any more races but uh, you know it's in my blood I, and, uh, I'm sure they all want us all to come back
3: there's no doubt about that. We all miss Dale Earnhardt. It just doesn't seem the same. We talked about that when we first came on the air. His absence has been so noticeable all weekend long. That's been a topic of conversation in the garage area is at Dale Earnhardt because he was so great at this racetrack. I remember you guys have been a long association with this racetrack Alabama. I remember doing interviews with you guys, I guess when you were getting started way back in the 70s, and uh, you just, you've always been race fans. The people oh, here really like you guys, and you, you
8: like this sport. Absolutely. This is something my dad and I used to listen to on the radio. In fact, I think we listened to you. <laughs> Don't tell them how long ago that was. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It's just it, it's, uh, I'm a, a race fan, you know, new, and uh, my daddy and I used to listen. I'd be out working in the field and uh, we'd be watching, the, you, know, you know, the cows graze or whatever and listen to the, to the race, and
3: that was something that we did together. Well, the country music fans – most country people that like country music like racing don't they
8: yeah well i'm a country music uh guy and you know i love I, I don't like it i love it it's just uh you know when we're out traveling on tour i don't uh think so much about what sports on is when's the race starts so that's the way it is for me randy you guys still making music you staying busy well we just finished the uh the new uh, cd that came out in february and uh, when it all goes south and spent about a year doing it so i'm taking the summer months to spend with my family and the first time in my career that i'm taking the summer months off this may be the only chance i ever get to say this
3: to you but uh, the uh, tribute you did to dale earnhardt at the memorial up in charlotte i think touched everybody
8: well it was uh, a very tough thing but i had a lot of people praying for me and uh, the ministers and everything did a great job uh, and teresa was so strong and she told me, she said, you know, just think about when you're up there, something funny that Dale did, and that's what. That's how I got through it, and I, and I made it, and it's it's very tough, and I hope I don't have to go through losing a friend like that again. You did a good job, and we appreciate you coming out to see us today and take time to stop
3: by in the booth and hope you'll keep being a race fan, and I know you will.
8: Oh, I know I will, and my, I have my family with me. That's incredible. I have my son, Heath, that plays baseball at Sanford University, and uh, they played my alma mater, Jacksonville State, yesterday, and uh, – Uh, Then my daughter that's going into pre-med, and uh, she's graduating Saturday. And then my baby girl and my wife, Kelly. We're all here, and we're all race fans. Those years go by pretty quick, don't they? They sure do, and I'm very blessed. Randy,
3: thanks again for stopping by, and congratulations on being the Grand Marshal here today.
8: Well, God bless you, and and, uh, God bless everybody involved with racing. I'm just a huge fan, and I love what y'all do, and I I wish you uh, the very, very best. Thank you very much. Randy
3: Owen, the Grand Marshal in the Group Alabama. Very talented group. We've enjoyed their music for many, many years. Great to have him as a race fan. We've got another lead change. They head to turn three.
5: And at the front of the pack, now the new leader, the Todd Bodine machine, as he fights his way to the
6: inside with drafting help from Kurt Bush. So Todd Bodine goes to the lead. Kurt Bush to second. Bobby Hamilton to third. Casey Atwood now in the fourth position. They're side-by-side side for
2: fifth. Buckshot Jones to the inside of Sterling Marlin off turn four. Marlin works the outside lane coming back into the trioval. Let's see if he can get a draft to line up behind it. That's the only way you're going to make a move. Meanwhile, here's another challenge for the lead. Swinging to the outside Kurt Busch. He goes after Todd Bodine and Busch takes over the lead here at Talladega. Kurt Busch got plenty of help from Bobby Hamilton who now slots
4: into the second position. It'll be Todd Bodine down to the bottom of the racetrack fighting for third against Casey Atwood. Atwood will take away third position and now Mike Wallace will try to grab fourth away
0: from Todd Bodine.
5: Well, they we say see- Talladega is a track for the veterans, but you wouldn't know it from looking at the front of the pack right now as a
6: lot of the youngsters
5: having their say. Here's another challenge for the lead. This time it's Bobby Hamilton
6: to the inside. Hamilton opens up the inside lane. He has some drafting help down low. Kurt Busch has none in the outside lane. Bobby Hamilton to the lead this time off turn four. Atwood on his back bumper. And here comes Mike Wallace in as Hamilton leads the way off the corner.
3: Kind of racing we had at Talladega this afternoon. Everybody, all 43 starters may lead a lap of this thing before the day is over. That's just the kind of race it has been. Down to the line this time. Bobby Hamilton leads. Kurt Busch rides second. Matt Kenseth is now up to third. Casey Atwood hangs in there in fourth. Jeff Burton is fifth. How long can they keep this up? They go back to turn two. And now Kurt
4: Busch reassumes the lead with help from Matt Kenseth. Bobby Hamilton down on the bottom. Kurt Busch passes him on the outside.
5: He's got the drafting help in that high lane, and Bobby Hamilton now fighting just to hang on to the top five, and he will not do it. On the outside, Matt Kenseth goes to second. Third spot, here comes
6: Jeff Burton with help from
5: Sterling Marlin.
6: On the outside lane, Sterling Marlin will go to the outside. Down low is Jeff Burton. Burton now with drafting help from Bobby Hamilton.
2: Kenseth trying to take a peek for the lead. Nothing there. Kurt Busch continues to lead the way. Roush racing teammates. Kurt Busch and Matt Kenseth trying to break away from the pack here. Trying to get their own little draft going. And they're very successful in doing it because just behind them for third, the field is three wide. Bobby Hamilton at the inside. Sterling Marlin moving to the high side. Casey Atwood down low. All mixed up going to turn one. Marlin made a powerful move to the outside and he did it all by himself.
4: Draws up alongside Matt Kenseth for the second spot. But it's not going to stick. Bobby Hamilton pushes Matt Kenseth down to the bottom of the racetrack, and now Kenseth has
5: the lead. Kenseth grabs a handful of steering wheel, takes it to the bottom of the track at the exit of turn number two, and now they're three wide for the lead. It is
6: Kenseth on the point. Hamilton on the bottom, then Sterling Marlin and Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch in the outside lane for now will hold on to second, but Bobby Hamilton will gather efforts down low. He has drafting help from Casey Atwood. Sterling Marlin only has Jeff Burton and Dale Earnhardt Jr. behind him. Matt Kenseth now takes the lead off four.
3: These fans are jumping up and Down, up and down. Every time the cars come around, here's almost a different leader for the moment as they work back down to the line. It is Matt Kenseth leading Bobby Hamilton and Casey Atwood. It's time. We're back at the Talladega Speedway. Matt Kenseth continues to lead, but he's got plenty of company on his tail. Three cars just right behind him as he works his way back down to the line and heads back off into turn two. Sterling Marlin, Todd Bodine. And Ward-Burton are the three cars that chase him over to turn two.
4: They are single file in that top four spot. They're side-by-side for fifth. As Mike Skinner starts his march up to the front, he'll be going side-by-side with Bobby Hamilton setting up for the back stretch.
5: Down the back straightaway they come. The leader diving way down to the inside. Matt Kenseth, everybody else that can will form up behind him. It is Kenseth, Marlin, Bodine, Ward-Burton, and now on the charge down low for fifth, Bobby Hamilton.
6: Bobby Hamilton has his car wound up in the inside lane. He's got Mike Skinner to his high side. Skinner has drafting help from Jeff Burton, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Gordon. Side by side for fourth. Ward Burton
2: down low. Mike Skinner up top. We're nine laps from the halfway point of the race. Already we've seen 20 different lead changes. Last year's race had 27 throughout the entire event. We've also set a record for a number of different leaders. The record was 14 back in 1996. We've had 16 different leaders so far today. Maybe another one coming soon. Here comes Ward Burton
4: on the rear bumper of Matt Kenseth, looking briefly to the outside. Does he want to take that chance and step out of line? No, they're single file, first through third.
5: For the moment, they will stay nose to tail to the back straightaway, but Burton dogging the tire tracks of the leader, Matt Kenseth, charging up on the outside, Sterling Marlin, with drafting help from Mike Skinner. They go three wide for four as Michael
6: Waltrip gets into the mix. Sterling Marlin now to third, side-by-side for fourth. Mike Skinner, Bobby Hamilton double-wide there. Then behind them double-wide, Michael Waltrip all the way at the bottom as Casey Atwood to his outside.
3: About to put 86 laps on the scoreboard. Matt Kenseth leads. Sterling Marlin second. Ward Burton's third. Todd Bodine is fourth. Mike Skinner make up the top five. Then Bobby Hamilton hangs on to fifth place. Sixth place is three wide, heading off for turn one.
4: They are still three wide with Bobby Hamilton down in the bottom. Casey Atwood is the man in the middle. He's got plenty of company. Ricky Craven will take Casey down to the inside. Jeff Gordon trying to help Atwood out, but nothing going on right now. They're single file for the first top five spot.
5: Young Casey Atwood learning a valuable lesson about the value of the draft. He didn't have it, and as a result, he continues to go backwards. It is Kenseth, Burton, Marlin, Waltrip, and Bobby Hamilton,
6: your top five. Off the end of the back straightaway now, single file. they work. Watching Sterling Marlin in the third spot. Car drifting up a bit off the bottom of the racetrack. Michael Waltrip behind him has his car glued down low. Front five cars all single file now off the corner.
2: Working their way back into the tri Let's take a look at the full field rundown on the Napa leaderboard here at lap 86 of 188. It is Matt Kenseth leading Ward Burton. Sterling Marlin third. Bobby Hamilton is fourth and fifth. Is Michael Waltrip It'll change around now as Michael Waltrip moves to third, Hamilton to fourth, and Marlon to fifth. Sixth is Casey Atwood, seventh is Ricky Craven, eighth is Mike Skinner, ninth, Jeff Gordon, and tenth is Mike Wallace. Joe Nemechek's in eleventh, twelfth is Ricky Rudd, thirteenth is Mark Martin, fourteenth is Kurt Busch, and fifteenth is Jeff Burton. 16th is Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dave Blaney runs 17th, 18th is Todd Bodine, 19th Jason Leffler, and 20th is Andy Houston, 21st Buckshot Jones, Ron Hornaday 22nd, Kevin Harvick 23rd, Robert Presley 24th, and Rusty Wallace runs 25th. 26th is Steve Park, 27th Terry Labonte, 28th is Jeff Purvis, 29th Kevin LePage, and 30th is Dave Marcus, Jimmy Spencer runs 31st, Elliott Sadler 32nd, Brett Bodine is 33rd, Bill Elliott 34th, and Stacey Compton now in 35th. Bobby Labonte is 36, Tony Stewart is 37th, Johnny Benson 38th, Jerry Nadeau 39th, Dale Jarrett is 40th. 41st is Jeremy Mayfield, 42nd John Andretti, and 43rd now is Ken Schrader. Napa Auto Parts, where Napa fans get their parts.
3: Pretty good scramble up front. Matt Kenseth and Ward-Burton and Michael Waltrip run single file, but from fourth place on back, that's in jeopardy going down to turn three.
5: It's a three-wide scramble, Barney. Ricky Craven riding in the fourth spot. Right behind him is uh, the Ricky Rudd machine as Rudd
6: begins to move up on the back bumper of Mike Wallace. And now it's three-wide as Casey Atwood goes to the top of Ward-Burton. Burton and Ricky Rudd, three wide behind them. Skinner on the bottom. Jeff Gordon in
2: the middle, and Sterling Marlin up top. Here they come now, three wide, racing for the fifth position back through the tri The front four cars, nose to tail, work in the inside lane. Ward Burton stands to be the big loser. He sits right in the middle of the pack with Ricky Rudd on the inside and Casey Atwood working the high groove.
4: Single file for the top five cars, but even though they're fighting three wide for the sixth position, they're staying with that lead pack. Now Ricky Rudd breaks the way. Now he presses Ricky Craven down to the bottom. This is side by side for the fourth spot. Right on the end Craven
5: on the outside as they race down the back straightaway for the number four position. Ricky Rudd down low has got the better drafting help. He'll take over fourth right behind him. Now it's Mike
6: Skinner. Mike Skinner now trying to squeeze down in line. He's all the way at the bottom of the racetrack. He has drafting help from Joe Nemechek three wide for the third, actually the fourth position. Ricky Rudd down low. Ricky Craven in the middle. Here comes Casey went to the top of the banking.
3: If you watch them race at Talladega when they start 43 cars, you'll know why most race fans say the cup drivers are the best in the world. They run inches apart at speeds of 200 miles an hour. They do it three wide and they do it for 500 miles. You just wonder how in the world they can keep that level of concentration and not make a mistake. They go back to turn one. There are
4: three drafting lanes from
3: third on back. All the way around, turns one and two. They are three by
4: three by three,
5: down to turn three. It's like a 200 mile an hour plate of spaghetti right now. Every lane moving, either frontwards or backwards, and it changes every few seconds. Here comes Michael Walter.
6: He'll make the middle line work as he challenges for the lead. Here comes Waltrip to the outside. He will take the lead off the end of the back straight away. Michael Waltrip to the top spot. Three wide for second. Matt Kenseth, Bobby Hamilton, and also Casey Atwood will stack up three wide
2: about seven, eight rows deep off the corner. Michael Waltrip takes the lead now all by himself. Again, three wide for the second spot while his teammate Steve Park has a problem and is off the pace. We've completed 91 laps. It's Michael Waltrip, Casey Atwood, Bobby Hamilton, Ricky Craven, and Sterling Marlin. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway coming down to the halfway point of today's running of the Talladega 500. And the battle, just as it's been all day, is for the lead. Here comes Kurt Busch pulling to the outside, but Sterling Marlin will hold him off. Bush still on the charge, though, headed to turn one. Sterling Marlin down low, Kurt Busch up high, and
4: Bush has got some help from Dale Jr. right behind him, and Sterling Marlin's dancing partners would be Casey Atwood and Ricky Craven. They're stacked up, two by two by two, all the way down the back track. For the moment, it's
5: Marlin, but not by much as they hit the back straightaway. Ricky Craven now fanning out down low to the
6: inside, tries to make a move, can't do it. Side by side for the
5: lead, Earnhardt Jr.
6: now slipping up on the outside. Here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the top of the racetrack as the crowd goes crazy here in the Stands. He's all the way up top looking for the top spot, but instead he'll lose ground. Casey Atwood down low will race alongside Dale Jr. for the second spot.
3: Got to have a little drafting help if you're going to make that move. We've seen that all day at Talladega. We're exactly one lap past the halfway point. They made the halfway mark just a moment ago as they cross the line. Sterling Marlin continues to lead. Now Earnhardt Jr. goes after second place. He and Casey Atwood side by side heading for turn two.
4: Chevy in a Dodge going at it for the second spot at Talladega. It is Dale Jr. In that middle groove, Casey Atwood looking very, very comfortable down the bottom. Chasing Sterling Marlin down the back
5: foot Marlin leads the pack as they'll swing out and around the Ken Schrader car. As Schrader goes another lap down, it is Marlin the leader. But back on the outside, no quit in now, Earnhardt Jr. He
6: continues to battle in the high lane. And he's got drafting help in the top side of the racetrack. Kurt Busch closes in on him. Earnhardt Jr. still side by side with Casey Atwood for the second spot. Michael Waltrip comes in. He'll change lanes and shift to the high lane off the corner.
2: Racing for the lead and the second spot all the way through the field, as a matter of fact, as they come back down to the start-finish line. Sterling Marlin now trying to hold off Dale Earnhardt Jr. The crowd cheers, and Dale Jr. takes the lead here on lap number 96. Just past a halfway point, as Dale Jr. currently leads the Talladega 500. Just took the lead on lap number 96. Stacy Compton had the Bud Pole for today's race. He led three times throughout the course of the event. Sterling Marlin has led the most laps so far. He led two times for a total of 33 laps. There's been 23 lead changes. Now among 18 different drivers, no caution so far. All cars are still running. There are 39 on the lead lap out of a starting field of 43. Dale Earnhardt Jr., the race leader. Sterling Marlin is second. Casey Atwood third. Kurt Busch is fourth. And Michael Waltrip runs fifth. 6th is Ricky Craven, 7th is Mike Wallace, 8th is Ricky Rudd, Ninth is Jeff Burton, and 10th is Dave Blaney. 11th is Matt Kenseth, 12th is Mike Skinner, 13th Todd Bodine, Jason Leffler 14th, and Mark Martin runs in the 15th spot. 16th now is Jeff Gordon. 17th is Buckshot Jones. Bobby Hamilton is 18th. 19th is Todd Bodine. Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, Joe Nemechek, and Jeff Purvis. The rest of the top 20. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com or when you attend a Winston Cup or Bush Series race, visit the familiar MBNA green booth and mention MRN for a second free gift just for
3: applying. Casey Atwood shoved up front just a moment ago. He currently is being shown in the number two position, but he went below the yellow line to make that pass going off into turn number one, and NASCAR is going to call him in for doing that. And had not Sterling Marlin cut Casey a little slack going off into turn number one, we could have had a real fiasco going down into the corner. Casey being brought to pit road for a consultation here as he'll be held in just a few minutes. Meanwhile, back on the racetrack as they go off into turn number one, Earnhardt Jr. has the lead just trying to hold on to it. Here comes that outside line with a lot of traffic up there trying to take it away. Kurt
4: Busch would be that car on the outside line trying to take the lead away from Dale Jr. Nothing doing there. Michael Walter with the best seat in the house in third.
5: Busch on the outside needs some drafting help. It is coming in the person of Ricky Craven, but it's not quite there yet as they race the back straight away. Advantage Dale Earnhardt Jr. Here's Michael Walter to the inside of Bush the number
6: two spot. Here they come back through the corner now, racing down to the inside of the racetrack. Looking at Kurt Busch slide up the racetrack. He's racing there side by side for second as Dale Earnhardt Jr. pulls away by about a car length
2: off turn four. Michael Waltrip works the inside lane now, trying to grab the second spot as Dale Earnhardt Jr. drives away. Another penalty for Casey Atwood, too fast coming onto pit lane. He was held for an additional fifteen seconds. Dale Earnhardt Jr. shows the way all by himself stacked up side-by-side for second in turn one. They are still wheel-to-wheel with Michael Waltrip down low.
4: Kurt Busch up high. They fight it out for second. Behind them, fighting it out for the fourth position, is Sterling Marlin and Ricky Craven. Dave Blaney and Mike Wallace also in the mix.
5: Two abreast all the way back to about the 18th position as they race the back straightaway. Kurt Busch, the youngster, trying to get a good head of steam going on the outside. This time, he's got the drafting help from Ricky Craven. He'll challenge for second
6: against Michael Waltrip. Kurt Busch unable to break free. He's got Michael Waltrip down to the inside. They are dead even for second. Behind, they're dead even for the fourth position. Sterling though, now will lose ground as Ricky Craven will grab the spot off the corner.
3: A lot of drivers diving down to the bottom of the racetrack. We will see some pit stops coming up this time around, and these would be scheduled stops. They're about to put 100 laps on the scoreboard. A pack of about 8 to 10 cars peeling off and making pit stops. Up toward turn four. Let's go up to Jason Toy.
7: Ron Hornaday is the first to make his way in. Directly behind him, Mike Wallace. They both teams automatically go to the right side. With two pumps to the jack, get it up. Get two right. Get uh, two. Goodyear Eagles on the right side. They swing around to the left side. Damage. No one. Elliott Sadler as he, com- as he comes in, he's made contact with someone out on pit road. Actually, it looks like he lost the left front tire. Pop the fender up off on of the left side of Elliott
3: Sadler. Jim Phillips.
0: And we've all this in. We've got Dale Earnhardt Jr. in, Barney. We've got Jeff Burton in. Also, Jeff Gordon and Bobby Hamilton. Now, those cars in front of Winston
9: Kelly. Four tires for Sterling Marlin falling out of line. Just behind him is the car of Michael Waltrip. He got four tires. Joe Nemechek, the same thing. Everybody on the midsection of pit road that's pitted thus far all got four tires and 76 fuel. These would-be
3: scheduled pit stops, as we said. They were scheduled to come in at about lap 100. We thought they might come in even a little bit earlier than that. Here comes a second wave of cars onto pit road. Back up to Winston
9: Kelly. Todd Bodine is one of those. He's had a good run going all day long. It was 16.4 seconds to stop on both Michael Waltrip and the car of Sterling Marlin. Bodine on pit road. Further down, Buckshot Jones crew going to work on the right side. Now they swing around to the left side of that machine. Further down pit road, the Tide Machine rolls away. Four tires for Ricky Craven
0: as Budine leaves in just over 15 seconds. Back to Jim Phillips. Now well, we've got down here, listen, we've got uh, Andy Houston in the pits, Mike Skinner's in the pits. Further down the pit lane, Terry Labonte is in the pits as Houston peels out behind Skinner. We've also had on this particular set of pit stops, Kevin Harvick in for four tires and fuel. Jason Toy
7: Down there on this end, Dave Laney came in, got four tires. Also, Kurt Busch was in and that of Ward Burton making their way in right now. Mark Martin swings the Viagra Ford in. They automatically go to the right side. Also behind him, Dave Marcus in,
3: as well as Matt Kinza with the four tires as well on this end of pit road. Showing Rusty Wallace as the leader. Rusty stayed on the track last couple of times around. Robert Presley has not pitted yet. He would be second. Ricky Rudd would be third. Bobby Labonte fourth and Dale Jarrett fifth, but they'll be on pit road very shortly.
2: Today's broadcast of the Talladega 500 is brought to you by 76 Gasoline, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR. By Ray Vestas, the best in brakes, D3 EA certified for safety. By MBNA, issuer of the official NASCAR credit card. And by the United Association of Union
3: Plumbers, Pipe Fitters, and Sprinkler Fitters, building a better tomorrow. Rusty Wallace led for just a moment, then a big pack of traffic overtook him. Dale Earnhardt Jr. goes back into the lead. Todd Bodine is right behind him, although Todd is about to be called to pit road. Sterling Marlin will then move up into the second place. Mark Martin, Kurt Busch, and Rusty Wallace now make up your top five as the field goes over to turn four.
6: Single file, the front four will come back into turn four with Dale Earnhardt Jr. atop the leaderboard. Todd Bodine behind Sterling Merlin there. Double wide from fifth on back, watching the inside lane open up as Kurt Busch and Bobby Hamilton race door
2: to door. That's break for Todd Bodine. He just moved up into the second spot. He will have to come to pit road again for pit a passing. Below the yellow line, Dale Earnhardt Jr. shows the way. Challenge now for the second spot. The draft forms on the high side of the banking of turn one. That would be Rusty Wallace looking
4: to the inside of Sterling Marlin. Now he pulls back into line behind Marlin, electing to use the draft, trying to catch the leader, Dale Jr. They're racing down the back stretch.
5: They'll sort it out on the back straightaway. Just a little bit of rubbing that time off the top of turn number two. Leader down the back stretch continues to be Dale Earnhardt Jr. Marlin in second, Rusty Wallace in third
6: off the end of the back straightaway now Wallace in the third position Bobby Hamilton in fourth Jeff Gordon up top challenging the car of Mark Martin for the fifth spot instead Gordon will lose ground as Martin now will go by also Ricky Craven going by to the inside of Gordon
3: absolutely amazing how efficient the draft is here at Talladega to catch you back up now they pitted in groups of three cars or about 16 or 18 in each group when they went in there a moment ago Now they come back out. They have all bunched right back up again. But at the front of the field, it is a six-car breakaway. Make that seven in a single-car draft heading over to turn two.
4: They are bunched up, and they're bunched up tight. You can't slip a piece of paper between them. it's Dale Jr. showing the way. Sterling Marlin in second. Single file for the
5: moment. Everybody holding their spot. Back about midway in that second pack for the first time this afternoon. Feeling a little bit racy. Dale Jarrett beginning to get into the fray. He's up. And
6: racing single file. Now double wide as Kevin Harvick moves to the outside. Meanwhile, challenge and change for eighth. Bobby Labonte by Joe Nemechek in turn three. Labonte's on the move. More now. Shuffles Gordon to the outside lane as Labonte's on the move down low.
2: But Dale Earnhardt Jr. holds on to the top spot. Let's take a moment and say hello to Rich Harberger from Sports Marketing Enterprises. He's been standing here all day, but it's been so exciting we haven't been able to take a breath here. How are you doing? This is fantastic racing, isn't it?
8: It certainly is, Joe. It's, it's wonderful to sit up here and watch this great to see
2: how well nascar winston cup racing is doing this year just crowds keep getting bigger every place we go the additional tv coverage additional radio coverage with more and more stations that we're picking up here with mrn radio and it's just uh, climbing getting bigger and bigger every week it seems like
8: it certainly is as you know we're out here every week also and it just seems that the crowds keep keep getting more excited and more enthused about the racing and the racing gets better and better you got the winston coming up before too long we do barney uh, saturday night may the 19th it's going to be here Any special surprises?
3: Well, if you give the surprise away, it won't be a surprise, would it?
8: Well, uh, we're going to do some uh, fun things again, as we always do. We're going to have the crew involved in qualifying on Friday night. I think the fans will come out and really enjoy that. and The crews really get into that. And then Saturday night, we're going to have our uh, typical three-segment race that uh, we hope is going to be culminating in a 10-lap final that pays $500,000 to the winner.
3: Man, that's that's a lot of money that creates a lot of excitement among those drivers. We're looking forward to that one. Rich, thanks for stopping by and chatting with us for a moment. I know you want to get back and watch the finish of this thing. Man, it has been unreal all day long. Thank you, Barney and Joe. Appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Rich. Rich Harbegger from Sports Marketing Enterprises. Again, the, uh, the, the Winston coming up uh, just about three or four weeks from now at the Lowe's Motor Speedway in Charlotte. MRN Radio will be there to bring it to you live. Well, it's a thriller going on here this afternoon. Dale Earnhardt Jr. for now hangs on to the top spot. But again, that's subject to change. We've had 27 lead changes among 21 drivers. Now, there's 79 laps to go in this race. Last year's race saw 27 lead changes throughout the whole thing. And it was a thriller as well. This is long from being over. Rusty Wallace starting to put some pressure on Dale Earnhardt Jr. Plenty of company there with Bobby Hamilton also following as they head to turn one. Rusty Wallace wants to take his turn up at the top. He still
4: follows Dale Jr. He's about two, maybe a car length and a half now off the rear deck of Dale Jr.
5: He's kind of lurking back there in the shadows, waiting for some drafting help, waiting for the opportunity to make the attack on Dale Earnhardt Jr. For the moment, they're single file. It is Earnhardt, Wallace, Bobby Hamilton, Mark Martin, and
6: Bobby Labonte up to fifth. No one stepping out of line except Robert Presley now, who's behind Jeff Gordon. Started an inside lane run, but gets back in line. Now the leaders will go to the high side of the racetrack as they bypass the lap car of Elliott Sadler.
3: Right behind that group of cars, some furious racing going on back there. Ricky Rudd is locked up in that. So is Ricky Craven, Buckshot Jones, Jeff Burton, Michael Waltrip, and Jeff Purvis, and Kurt Busch. That was the line on the outside It kind of got shuffled out a moment ago. Now they're trying to get a real tight draft going and chase down the front cars. Dale Earnhardt Jr. leads at lap 111. Coca-Cola at the Talladega Superspeedway, 113 laps of 188 are on the scoreboard. Dale Earnhardt Jr. continues to lead, Rusty Wallace right behind him just inches off his bumper is second. Bobby Hamilton would be third, Mark Martin fourth, Robert Presley fifth. Buckshot Jones having a good run, he is up to sixth. Jeff Gordon is seventh, Jeff Purvis is eighth. Jeff Burton's ninth and Michael Waltrip make up the top 10. Two or three cars having problems dropping back in the running order. One of those a moment ago was Mike Skinner. He is now running 32nd. Jim Phillips can update us there.
0: Well, the tire carrier put the tire in place in the wheel, Barney. Three lug nuts fell off, and they had to come back around and put those back on, took a little extra time, got him out of sync. And then Andy Houston, that was going to go out with him. He also had some problems. He pitted too close the pit wall and the jack band couldn't get the jack up uh, properly so it took extra time there so those two cars a co- plus a couple more running in tandem but they've lost the lead
3: pack. And as was said in the pre-race activity if you make a mistake at Talladega it costs you dearly whether you make it on pit road or whether you make it on the racetrack. Bill Elliott been a factor in this thing most of the day and suddenly Elliott finds himself back in 36th place. Winston Kelly
9: Well Barney they too had a penalty on pit road when they came down they were out of fuel and they sprayed ether in there and they got held a penalty for that. Haven't heard that that's a rule change, so i got to believe that it was too many men over the wall spraying the ether in there with too many men over the wall, so they got a 15-second penalty, and they're held back, so that's why he's lost the league draft.
2: At the conclusion of today's race, Gatorade presents the Gatorade Front Runner Award of $10,000. It goes to the eligible driver who leads the most laps in this race. Gatorade is the official sports beverage of NASCAR.
3: Thiel coming back down to the line this time. Earnhardt Jr. hangs on to the lead. He's done a good job of keeping Rusty Wallace and the rest of the cars behind him. Bobby Hamilton rides in the third place. He's pulled out a couple of times but nobody has offered to go with him, so Bobby just tucks in single file. They're back in two. And here's Michael
4: Waltrip fighting with Mark Martin for the fourth position. Waltrip doing it all by himself. Get the fourth spot. No, Mark Martin counterattacks to the outside.
5: Michael Waltrip with a very strong race car. He's been making some moves all by himself, but this time it's not going to work. Martin soars by him on the outside.
6: Down low, here comes Sterling Marlin with DJ in hot pursuit. Michael Waltrip is stuck in the middle and going backwards. Here's Sterling Marlin now racing alongside Robert Presley and Marlon has drafting help with Dale Jarrett and Ricky Rudd behind him off the corner.
2: Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio. The voice of NASCAR At the Talladega Super Speedway this afternoon, MRN Radio bringing you live coverage of the ninth race of the year, the Talladega 500. We've seen 27 lead changes among 21 drivers so far. No cautions. It's been clean and green all the way. Stacy Compton started on the bud pole. No use to mention all the lead changes, as we said, 27 of them, the same that we had last year in this race. Right now it's Dale Earnhardt Jr. hanging on to the top spot. Rusty Wallace is second, Bobby Hamilton third. Fourth is Sterling Marlin, and fifth is Mark Martin. Dale Jarrett's back up near the front. He's in sixth now. Robert Presley having a good day. He's shown in seventh. Ricky Rudd is eighth. Jeff Gordon ninth. And 10th is Kurt Busch. But, Barney, that changes every time they come around.
3: Yeah, it really does. It's just amazing how far back you can come. And then within a lap and a half or even two laps, you're all the way back up there battling for the lead. Now Earnhardt Jr. has that lead but he is in the outside lane and all of a sudden he says let's get down to the bottom of the racetrack and that's what he does. Rusty Wallace
4: goes with him, so too does Bobby Hamilton. Now Sterling Marlin rides in the fourth position. Mark Martin is fifth and DJ decides it's time to get with the program.
5: Marlin on the bottom of the racetrack has got some drafting help from Dale Jarrett. Jarrett keeps it tucked right in underneath his rear spoiler but the outside lane is fast. Mark
6: Martin goes to fourth. He'll take Robert Presley with him. Now Sterling Marlin struggles alongside Robert Presley. He'll regroup efforts now. Get a fender up alongside and pass Presley. Here comes Marlin. He'll pass the Martin car. And Sterling Marlin is on the move down
2: low. Marlin now pulls up alongside Bobby Hamilton. That's his third man in line in the outside lane trying to get that push from the machines that are lined up behind him down on the inside. And Dale Jarrett who early this afternoon dropped all the way to the tail of the field is now fighting his way up into the top five as they head to turn one.
4: It is Dale Jarrett pushing Sterling Marlin down at the bottom of the banking through turns one and two. Marlin in Duel for third position with Bobby Hamilton. Field makes their way off the turn. Sterling Marlin on the inside. Bobby Hamilton on the outside.
5: Marlin with the drafting help down low. It comes from Dale Jarrett and Ricky Rudd as they stampede down the back straightaway. The battle is for fourth. Marlin and Martin.
6: Side by side, they'll come back to the corner. Sterling Marlin down low. Mark Martin up top. No one gets the advantage except Martin now gets a fender out in front. But Marlin is strong down low. Three wide behind. Dale Jarrett down low. Michael Waltrip in the middle. Robert Presley up top.
3: Everybody trying to find a drafting partner or a couple of cars to go with them. That's the only way they can get up to the front maybe have a shot at the lead at the bottom of the racetrack and inside line. Sterling Marlin has Dale Jarrett, Ricky Rudd, and Jeff Gordon. You couldn't put four stronger cars together. But they're still not gaining that much ground on the leader over in turn two.
4: Just a little bit of a three car breakaway, but now Marlin changes all that with the bottom draft. He's getting plenty of help from Dale Jarrett. Marlin battling for third. And now Sterling Marlin wants a piece
5: of the action for that number three position. He pulls up to the inside of Bobby Hamilton. Wheel to wheel down the back straightaway. Marlin with Jarrett in tow. Hamilton followed by Mark Martin.
6: Here's Sterling Marlin, a fender out in front of Hamilton, but Hamilton rallies back of in the inside lane, looking further back. Robert Presley getting the shuffle backward. He is on the top side of a three wide battle.
2: He'll lose about seven, eight spots off turn four. Sterling Marlin has led twice today. Wants to get back up there to the top of the field here with 60 rather, uh, yeah, 68 laps remaining. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. showing the way. Rusty Wallace is second. Bobby Hamilton, Mark Martin, and Marlin the top five. Dale Earnhardt Jr. brings the pack back through the trioval, back to the line to complete lap 124 of the 188 that make up the Talladega 500 this afternoon. Rusty Wallace chasing him. Bobby Hamilton, Mark Martin, and Robert Presley right up on their bumpers in one. Here comes uh, Michael Waltrip for the sixth position. He's got a
4: very, very good car. We've seen him get shuffled to the back and fight his way up to the front once again. He's side-by-side
5: side with Robert Presley. Waltrip, one of the few cars this afternoon that we've been able to make uh, see, make a move all by himself and make it work. Now he's got some drafting help. He's to the inside
6: of Robert Presley. That's the matter for 5th place. Waltrip in the inside lane. He does have some drafting help down low. One driver getting shuffled back in that mix would be the lap car of Jeremy Mayfield. The leader's going inside and outside as Michael Waltrip begins to make some hay in the inside lane
3: working their way back down into the trioval. Now this is a juncture of the race where the kind of pit crews kind of get a little bit nervous out there. Their driver's been pounding this thing for almost two full hours. And concentration levels sometimes get a little bit less as they work their way back into turn number one. Michael Waltrip gets caught out of position and Michael's going to lose some positions as they go over to turn two. But he did the smart thing, Barney. They were four wide going into that
4: turn one for the eighth position.
3: Michael said, I'll
4: back out just a little bit and
5: I'll be ready for the next lap. Come back and fight another time. Will Waltrip, although he continues to be overhauled down in that inside line. It is Earnhardt, Rusty Wallace, Bobby Hamilton, Mark Martin and
6: Robert Presley in the top five. Single file and noticing the early on in the race. The leaders were working the inside lane through turns three and four. They since
2: have shuffled to the top side of the racetrack. Further back, they are four wide mid-pack off turn four. That's where Sterling Marlin works the inside lane. He got shuffled out of the draft Is trying to make some hay here on the low side of the racetrack and it really gets busy there from about 12th on back. Meanwhile, it's Dale Earnhardt Jr. leading the way. The pole sitter, Stacey Compton, is behind the wall. Winston Kelly is
9: there. Hey, sitting here talking to his crew chief. Chad Knauss looks like there's multiple problems on the machine, see if we can ease in here and get a quick thought. Stacy, what's the problem?
4: Uh, it looks like we broke a valve spring. Uh, hate it for the guys of this Kodiak and Dodge. We had a great car, you know. We got out front early. We figured out what we could do and uh, did like DJ and Tony stood All those guys, we decided to go to the back, stay out of trouble, and uh, run for the last fifty laps. Every time we got ready to go to the front, we could pick up and and head that away. But uh, you know, we broke a shock and uh, come down pit road. I sit there a little while trying to let the guys get the shock fixed and. I don't know uh, what happened, but we ended up breaking a valve spring as well, so I guess when it rains, it pours, but uh, we'll go get them in
9: Fontana. And multiple problems for the Bud Pole Center behind the wall, but they hope to get a fix in returning
0: to action.
3: Had a good weekend going here at Talladega for Stacy Compton. To sit on the Bud Pole at this racetrack is quite an accomplishment, and he had a car, like he said, capable of finishing in the top five and maybe even getting a win, but not to be. Field goes back to turn two.
4: Here's a name we haven't mentioned in a while. Terry Labonte has worked his way to the ninth position. He's side-by-side with Jeff Gordon off the turn.
5: Labonte and Dale Jarrett have spent most of the afternoon riding out back, just staying out of trouble and waiting their turn. Well, Texas Terry now feels like it's time to run. He's in the top ten and closing in.
6: Labonte in the outside lane, working off the end of the back straightaway. Squeezes down to the inside, but Sterling Marlin will beat him to it. Three wide there with Marlin. Terry Labonte and Jeff Purvis both
2: those cars were clear of the purpose machine and slide up the racetrack off the corner. They're battling for the seventh position while the front six cars go single file back into the trioval. oval Dale Earnhardt Jr. still looks back, can't get rid of Rusty Wallace. He's been all over him. Bobby Hamilton is there. Mark Martin is there. Here's Robert Presley picking to the outside of Martin, but quickly snaps back in line. Lap after
4: lap, Presley gives Mark Martin just a little bit of a nudge into turn one, but he's just not close enough to pull off the pass. Not here at Talladega. Bobby Labonte is single file. Casey Atwood right behind
5: him. Labonte and Atwood just keep it in that outside line draft. First car out of line is Terry Labonte. Back around the 10th position. Labonte's got some drafted help from Sterling Marlin. Not anymore. Sterling will go three wide to the
6: inside. Side. Sterling Marlin all the way to the inside of the racetrack will leave Terry Labonte hung out to dry in the middle lane, and Sterling Marlin begins to advance down low. First, Marlin was up alongside Casey Atwood. Now he's up alongside Bobby Labonte in the trioval.
3: The inside lane was a quick one in the early part of the Talladega 500 here this afternoon, but for the last 30 minutes or so here, the inside group has not been able to chase down the front of the field. The front of the field being Earnhardt Jr. and Rusty Wallace, Bobby Hamilton, Mark Martin, and Robert Presley. There are 59 laps remaining here at Talladega. 34 cars are still on the lead lap. Drivers a lap or more down are Casey Atwood, Todd Bodine, Steve Park, Jeremy Mayfield, Elliot Sadler, John Andretti, Bill Elliott, and Kenny Schrader. And of course, Stacey Compton went to the garage just a few minutes ago. 129 laps are complete in the Talladega 500. Seems so easy to say the name Earnhardt is leading here at Talladega. It is Dale Earnhardt Jr. who is out front this afternoon. Rusty Wallace is still second. Sterling Marlin is third. Those front three cars, and actually the front four, have been pretty tough the last 10 or 15 laps around. Bobby Hamilton being fourth and Mark Martin back in fifth. They've been able to chase him down, Dave Moody, but they've not been able to get around him. They work up to turn four.
6: Here they come through the corner, Barney. The challenge is on for second. Sterling Marlin to the inside of
2: Rusty Wallace. Marlin is on the move. Now he may try for the lead in the tri Right down to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's been strong by himself, not getting a whole lot of drafting help, but now Robert Presley pulls in behind Sterling Marlin, tries to make that inside lane move ahead but not soon enough. Earnhardt Jr. holds him off once again in turn one. It really looked
4: like Sterling Marlin was going to retake the lead, but it did not happen. His junior slides a little bit higher than he has on previous laps. Still maintaining the lead, but Marlin is right there at his left elbow. Sterling Marlin all
5: by himself, down low for the moment, trying to do it without the drafting help. Robert Presley beginning to close in on his back bumper. Here they come, heading for turn number three. It's Earnhardt Jr. Rusty Wallace, Sterling Marlin, and
6: Robert Presley. Chevrolet and Ford lead the way, but the dodge of Sterling Marlin is wound up down low. Up alongside Rusty Wallace. Marlin gets drafting help. By Wallace goes Marlin. Here comes Sterling Marlin for the lead off turn four.
3: I'd almost think they were practicing for the final lap the way they've been racing the last ten laps around here. At the bottom of the racetrack, that's going to be the quick way around this time. Sterling Marlin pushes his dodge to the front of the field and he will lead this lap. Has a little help from Robert Presley. Earnhardt Jr. almost getting himself a little bit too high. Now they're three wide underneath him in turn one.
4: Rusty Wallace elects to go around Dale Jr. working that middle groove as Jr. went way up high and let Wallace go by. So Wallace fights with second with Robert Presley.
5: In the length of a lap Dale Earnhardt Jr. has gone from the lead to out of the top ten as he slipped high and the cattle rush went underneath him. Here's Marlon the leader. Ricky Rudd down down to the bottom of the racetrack for second. Jeff Gordon right behind
6: him. Rod goes charging into turn three. He will blow pass Bobby Hamilton. Now he's up alongside Rusty Wallace.
2: Ricky Rudd with drafting help from Jeff Gordon and Kurt Busch as now Ricky Rudd grabs the second position. Earnhardt Jr. is falling back to the tenth position where Sterling Marlin takes over the top spot. Robert Presley was a player for a while. He's back at about the seventh position. It's Ricky Rudd now putting pressure on Marlin. And Rusty Wallace once again tries to make a run. He gets by Jeff Gordon for third. Let's see if he can catch Ricky. A Dodge and two Fords and a Chevy make up the top
4: four. Jeff Gordon takes advantage of Rusty Wallace to the inside. Wallace has got a little bit of help from Bobby Hamilton, but it's not enough. Jeff Gordon slots in the third position. Wallace for the moment struggling a bit on
5: the outside lane, and that will enable that low line to move underneath him. Jeff Gordon takes over the number three spot. Fourth spot under contention. It's Kurt Busch to the inside of Rusty Wallace.
6: Wallace in the outside lane with Draft. Help from Mark Martin and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Bush strong to the inside. He will go to fourth. Now it's three wide for fifth. Buckshot Jones, Bobby Hamilton, and Rusty Wallace. Three wide now off the corner.
3: And the front four like to look back in that rearview mirror and see them two and three wide back there because that means they can open up more daylight. They have pulled away already some eight to ten car lengths over Bobby Hamilton, Rusty Wallace. And Michael Waltrip as they race side-by-side side back into turn one.
4: Coming into the corner, it's single file for the top four cars. Kirk Busch riding in the fourth position, fifth. Would be the car of Bobby Hamilton. Six now is Michael Waltrip, and they are three wide for the eighth position. Buckshot and
5: Robert Presley. Shuffling the deck as they hit the exit of turn number two, heading for the back straightaway. Top five running single file, but from there on back, it's anybody's race. Sterling Marlin leads
6: the single file, top six into turn three. Here comes Mark Martin now making moves, getting a little bump from a draft from Robert Presley. That's going to propel Martin up to a side-by-side race with
2: Rusty Wallace. Three wide behind still. Mike Skinner now reemerges into the mix. Martin was trying to get the 7th spot from Rusty Wallace. Instead feels it's better to fall back in line because he could have lost seven more positions. Up front, here comes a charge now by Jeff Gordon. A little bump by Kurt Bush from behind. Bush is going to make a move down to the inside in turn one. Jeff Gordon had
4: third place, but ever so briefly, Kurt Bush working that middle draft. Down to his left would be Bobby Hamilton getting some help from Michael Waltrip. Top three cars break away, but they're three wide for the fourth
5: spot. Jeff Gordon playing solitaire in that outside lane. He's got no help at all, and he is going
6: backwards. Leaders to the back straight away. Sterling Marlin, Ricky Rudd, lead the charge as they head for turn number three. Wave bye-bye to Jeff Gordon. No drafting help. He is on his way back now in the middle lane. He's about midfield. In turn four now, Sterling Marlin, Ricky Rudd, Bobby Hamilton, Michael Waltrip, and Mark Martin. They're the top five in their single file through the trioval.
3: Pretty obvious all day long that Sterling Marlin has not, if not as good a car as anybody out there. Certainly one of the top five as strong as he has been. He's led at the front of the pack. He's been back in the pack and able to get back up there every time. He leads them again across the line. Breakaway of five cars. Sterling Marlin, Ricky Rudd, Bobby Hamilton, Michael Waltrip, and Mark Martin. Why don't we take you back through the top 20 at least the way they're running. That will probably change before they get back to the start-finish line. Mike Skinner passed the line sixth. Andy Houston seventh. Buckshot Jones was eighth. Kurt Busch has fallen back to ninth. Rusty Wallace is now tenth. Bobby Labonte was 11th, Kevin Harvick is 12th, Jeff Burton 13th, Earnhardt Jr. has slid all the way back to 14th right now, Ron Hornaday is 15th, Jeff Gordon is now 16th, Robert Presley 17th, Terry Labonte 18th, Jeff Purvis 19th, and Jason Leffler is the 20th position. They're up in turn four.
6: Here they come off the corner now, watching Sterling, Marlon, Zig, and Zach to the bottom of the racetrack with Ricky Rudd and others in
2: hot pursuit. Single file among the front seven or eight cars once again coming back into the start-finish line. Across the start-finish line, Ricky Rudd, Bobby Hamilton, also the machine of Mike Waltrip. They're looking for a chance to get by so far, not stepping out of line. Single file
4: for the top eight cars. Michael Waltrip looking pretty good in that fourth spot. And as we've said before, he's gone to the back. He's come up to the front. He's looking to go up to the front again.
5: Waltrip, though, picking his spots, running a smart race, making the move when it's there to be made, and when it's not, just sticking in line, holding on to that fourth position. Right behind him is Mark Martin, behind Martin and the Houston.
6: Front seven cars are single file, double wide now for eighth. Todd Bodine makes an outside run on Casey Atwood. Bodine with drafting help from Kevin Harvick. That'll propel Bodine past Atwood, and now Harvick is on the charge as Atwood drops off the pace.
3: 140 laps about to be put on the scoreboard as they work their way back down to the line this time. That will give us 48 laps to go in the Talladega Five.
2: Today's broadcast of the Talladega 500 is brought to you by Husqvarna. Tough name, tough equipment. For the dealer nearest you, call 1-800-HUSKY-62. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By Budweiser, guaranteed fresh with our exclusive born-on-date, the day your Budweiser was made. And by Gatorade Thirst Quencher. It's NASCAR, is it in you?
3: Had a couple of cars we told you a moment ago on pit road. Sterling Marlin, Ricky Rudd, Bobby Hamilton, Michael Waltrip, and Mark Martin are the top five. They did not pit. A few cars did in front of Winston Kelly.
9: Yeah, a couple of them were lapped down. Talking about Casey Atwood and Bill Elliott, Jerry Nadeau also on pit road. Four tires and fuel just a little bit sooner than we would have expected. But here in the next five to six, seven, eight laps, we should see the rest of the field.
3: 143 laps are on the scoreboard. They're about to put 144 on the scoreboard right now as they come down to the line. That will give us 44 laps to go. We're looking to see if anybody's peeling off the banking up there to dive onto pit road. It looks like everybody's going to stay out and stretch it here just a little while. They continue to chase Sterling Marlin. This last pit stop is going to put a ton of pressure on the teams right now to get their car back out and somewhere up in that top five or six positions. Marlin is a leader Holds everybody off as he goes back to turn two.
4: Single file for only the top three cars. It's Ricky Rudd in second. Bobby Hamilton in the third spot. Mark Martin and Michael Waltrip playing out the fourth.
5: Waltrip on the inside. Martin on the outside as they continue their battle for the number four position. Midway down the back straightaway. It's Martin getting the advantage. He'll pull up on Hamilton for the
6: three spot now. Right, Hamilton up to the uh, bottom of the racetrack. Martin will slide wide off the corner. Martin's going to go for second. He's going to make an outside run on Ricky Rudd. Martin with drafting help from
2: Ron. Hornaday, they are side-by-side for the second spot. Hornaday has to tighten up a little bit to fall in behind Mark Martin to give that draft. They pass the entrance of pit lane, will not come in this time. Here comes Sterling Marlin, back down to the line. The race for the second spot now, as Martin is alongside Ricky Rudd. Behind him, Ron Hornaday, looking even higher in the banking of turn one. Mark Martin
4: shot out of the can of that outside draft. Marlin slides up the banking a little bit, gave Martin Martin a little reason for concern. That's because they're trying to get around the slower car of Kevin LePage, who just came out of the pit.
5: A page off pit road gives way to the bottom of the racetrack and here comes the pack thundering past on the outside side by side for the lead it's Mark Martin up high he's got the draft and he's got the lead in turn three
6: so Mark Martin takes over the top spot Ron Hornaday will go to second side by side for third Todd Bodine on the outside with Sterling Marlin down low and side-by-side behind them, Bobby Hamilton and Ward Burton there.
3: Keep watching every time they come off turn number four to see if that bottom groove, anybody dives down to the apron of the racetrack to make a pit stop. The whole field stays on the racetrack one more time, about to put 146 on the scoreboard. Mark Martin is the leader. He brings Ron Hornaday with him as they go back to turn one.
4: Mark Martin continues to lead into turn one. Only has about one car length over the second spot of Ron Hornaday. Todd Bodine would be the third car in the series, but the battle is on for third between Sterling Marlin and Ward Burton.
5: The two Dodges go nose to nose. It's Marlin on the bottom of the racetrack. Burton up high. Ron Hornaday now cut out of line. He's in the middle of the racetrack with no help, and he's going backward. Marlin underneath. Todd Bodine
6: goes to second. The Conseco Pontiac getting the shuffle backward off the the end of the back stretch. Todd Bodine now making the move around Hornaday and Sterling Marlin as well. They're side by side for second. Mark Martin all by himself as they work their
2: way off the corner. Here they come now charging off turn four back into the triumphal. Mark Martin holding the top spot as a battle behind him. Todd Bodine lost a lap early on. He's in the mix but not a player right now. You've got Sterling Marlin working the inside lane, Bobby Hamilton behind him in third, then fourth is Michael Waltrip as they head to one. And Michael Waltrip is definitely
4: knocking on the door on the rear bumper of Bobby Hamilton, who's got his hands full to his right. Ward Burton is right there, side by side for the third spot. Bobby Hamilton with plenty of work to do and plenty
5: of people that have come calling here in the last couple of laps as they work down the back straightaway. Hamilton down on the inside lane in hot pursuit of Sterling Marlin. Marlin to the inside of the left
6: car, topo down. Marlin has a lot of drafting help to the inside lane. Included is Mark Martin, the race leader. But Marlin is still double wide with Todd Bodine. Some shuffling further back. Three wide now as Jeff Burton goes up the racetrack and Ricky Rudd is stuck in the outside lane.
3: 147 laps complete. They're about to put 148 on the scoreboard. Everybody wondering when that final pit stop, if this race stays green, the rest of the day will come. At the start-finish line, Mark Martin hangs on to the lead. We're back at Talladega, and the first wave of cars to make this final pit stop are on pit road, and now to pit lane. Brought to you by McDonald's Drive Through. Well, it was in Mike
0: the pit lane. We got Mike Skinner in four tires and fuel. Also it was Bobby Hamilton, Kevin Harvey. Now down to Winston Kelly,
9: Michael Waltrip on pit road, four tires and 76 fuel for that machine. Just behind him was Joe Nemechek. The Petty Enterprises teams were on pit road. Buckshot Jones and John Andretti. Now Sterling Marlin makes his way down pit road. We're going to work on the right side of the car, see if it's a four or two-tire stop. His teammate several pit stalls down. It's Jason Leffler just in front of him. Todd Bodine. It will be a four-tire stop for Sterling Marlin. Now back to Jim Phillips.
0: Uh, We've got Jeff Gordon in down here. Winston along with Jeff Burton. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in. Andy Houston said, all of these cars with a four-tire stop and fuel, they're down. They are away to Jason Toy.
7: Down here on this end the pit road on the first wave that came through here. We saw Ron Hornaday come in. Also down on this end the pit road, Elliott Sadler in. A two-tire stop for Dave Blaney. Also Kurt Busch with four tires as we get a new wave coming in. Ricky Rudd coming in this time. Also Mark Martin in. Also directly by him, Ward Burton. All these drivers going immediately to the right side with two pumps of the jack with right side Goodyear Eagles. We'll see if we're going to have a four-tire change.
3: And, in fact, Ricky Rudd's going four tires. Mark Martin going four tires as well. And cars that stay on the racetrack. Robert Presley has the lead because Robert has not come on to pit road yet. Bobby Labonte yet to make his stop, along with Tony Stewart, who would be third. Matt Kinseth still on the racetrack listed as fourth. And Dale Jarrett yet to make his stop. Let's go back to pit road,
9: this time to Winston Kelly. Rusty Wallace, four tires in fuel, 15.28 seconds. But the car bogged down just a half a second. So he fell in line behind Martin and Ricky Craven, who got four tires in fuel, just in front of Ricky Rudd.
2: So again, this should be the last stop before the end of the race, if things stay as uh, they are, under the green flag as we've been all afternoon. 36 laps to go. It cycles back around to Robert Presley. He now makes his stop. That moves Bobby Labonte to the top of the pack. Tony Stewart second, Matt Kenseth third, Jimmy Spencer fourth, and Robert Presley in fifth. They're running three and four wide through the banking of turns one and two.
4: Absolutely
2: amazing. Kevin LePage up high, Casey Atwood down low, A stack of cars
4: making their way off the turn.
5: LePage gets a bit of a squeeze, takes it all the way up to the concrete. Kicks up some dust. Keeps the car off the wall, but he's got a big black donut over car number four.
6: Here they come off to the end of the back straightaway into turn three. Kevin LePage's car sliding up the racetrack. Steve Park there. Here comes Mike Skinner digging down to the inside. That's a three-wide battle with Tony Stewart to his inside.
3: And we may see some more cars peeling off to make that trip to pit road here. A few back toward the tail end of the field now elect to pit as they work their way back across the line. Bobby Labonte is still being posted as the leader. Tony Stewart yet to get into the pits, and neither has Matt Kenseth, Jimmy Spencer, Brett Bodine, or Robert Presley, as we said a moment ago, those cars are still on the racetrack.
2: Penalty for Ward Burton. He was pitting out of his box when he came down along the pit lane, and he's been struggling all day after starting 39th. Was a player here in the lake going, but this will be very costly. Here's Bobby Labonte getting his service on pit lane. Back to Jim Phillips.
0: And right side tires going on, Joe. No indication yet they'll change less. Yes, they do. They come around the left side. Second can of 76 racing fuel goes in. So it's routine for Bobby Labonte, and his teammate was in front of Jason Toy.
7: Down here in SM, Tony Stewart, all with four tires, including Jimmy Spencer and Matt Kenseth, all with four tires for the final time if we go the rest of the way, Green.
3: Down and back onto the racetrack. They come right now, and the pressure really on the pit crews, as we said, assuming this would be the final stop, whether it is the final stop or not. A tremendous amount of pressure on the pit crew to get their car back out there, at least to have a drafting partner as they bunch up real tightly going back over to turn two.
4: It's absolutely amazing, Barney, the tightness of it. The four wide is Rusty Wallace, Robert Presley, Ricky Craven, and David Blaney. Tight pack of
5: cards headed to turn three. All in the mix as they thread down the back straightaway. They'll overtake the Tony Stewart and Matt Kenseth cars, Running a good deal slower. They have not gotten up to speed. They will split them
6: and go four wide into three. Off the end of the back straightaway. Now they'll thin out to three wide further up. Rusty Wallace now outside of Ron Hornaday. Mark Martin coming off the inside lane
2: and will squeeze up in front of Hornaday. Tony Stewart was scored as the race leader that last time by. Of course, he made his stop. That should cycle back around as he and Kenseth came in to Bobby Labonte as the race leader. Barney, you're talking about the pressure on the crews down here to get the job done right. There's also quite a bit of pressure on the crew chief to decide when to come in and which cars to pit with.
3: Yeah, they make all kinds of deals on pit road to do that and sometimes it changes in a hurry now after the pit stops have cycled around this is the way they're running jeff burton is now your leader sterling marlin is second dale Jarrett is third mike wallace is fourth brett bonine is fifth ricky rudd would be sixth. mark martin rides seventh rusty wallace is eighth ron hornaday up to ninth and tenth is tony stewart they're just leaving turn three
6: here they come now through the corner working single file the leaders are glued down to the inside of the racetrack Jeff Burton with Sterling, Marlin closing in, changing lanes. The leaders work the low lane off turn four as Tony Stewart dies under top of nine.
2: Barney gave you the top ten. Let's take you further back in the field after this last round of green flag pit stops. Ricky Craven is in 11th, 12th is Dave Blaney. Thirteenth is Matt Kenseth. Fourteenth is Kevin Harvick. Running in fifteenth now, the car of Ricky Rudd. Mark Martin is sixteenth. Robert Presley is shown in seventeenth position. Eighteenth is Rusty Wallace. Nineteenth is Bobby Hamilton. Kevin LePage is twentieth with Bobby Labonte, twenty-first. Joe Nemechek, twenty-second. Mike Skinner, twenty-third. Jimmy Spencer, twenty-fourth. And Andy Houston is twenty-fifth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 26th, 27th is Jeff Gordon, 28th now is Terry Labonte, Dave Marcus is 29th, and Jerry Nadeau is 30th. 31st is Jason Leffler, 32nd is Michael Waltrip, 33rd is Jeff Purvis, and 34th is Ward Burton. Those are the cars on the lead lap. One lap down is Todd Bodine in 35th, along with Casey Atwood. He's 36th. Jeremy Mayfield is 37th. Steve Park, 38th. Elliott Sadler, 39th. Bill Elliott, 40th. John Andretti is 41st. Ken Trader, 42nd. And Stacey Compton is behind the wall
3: field crosses the line this time. There's about 12 cars in the lead pack. Actually, there's about 30 cars in the lead pack. The front 12 or so running single file as they go to turn two. How about
4: that Dale Jarrett who hung back all afternoon now decides it's time to go. He's running in second spot
5: behind Sterling Marlin. Marlin leads the way, but Jarrett right there in second. Third spot belongs to Tony Stewart. In fourth, it's Matt Kenseth as they run single file, nose to tail to turn three.
6: Off the end of the back straightaway now, watching Matt Kenseth change lanes. Went into turn three a bit high, now dives for the bottom. One car out of line, further back is Robert Presley. He gets kicked to the outside lane as Mark Martin is on the move down low.
2: Sterling Marlin chose the way. We've had 35 lead changes among 26 drivers this afternoon. It's 31 laps remaining in the event with Marlin, Dale Jarrett, Tony Stewart, Matt Kenseth, and Kurt Busch, the top five. Sterling Marlin continues to show the way in the Talladega 500, but, boy, they are all over him once again. Tony Stewart trying to get by. He's working the inside lane. Matt Kenseth has done everything but hit him with a hammer trying to get by and grab the top spot. Dale Jarrett was in the mix. He got shuffled way back after challenging for the lead last lap. DJ now winds up way back now in the 15th position. That's how fast you can lose positions here at Talladega. Field now led by Sterling Marlin. He, Matt Kenseth, then it's two-by-two, they hit the back straight away.
5: And Joe, I think if Matt Kenseth had a hammer, he might use it at this point. But instead, he'll just tuck it in under the, the uh, rear spoiler of Sterling Marlin. Tony Stewart
6: with some drafting help from Kurt Busch. He'll come to the bottom for the leads. Here comes Tony Stewart to the inside of Sterling Marlin. Tony Stewart takes the lead by the time they get to turn four. And Sterling Marlin is stuck in the outside lane. He'll get the shuffle backward but try to rally back with Kurt Busch to his
3: inside. said a little bit earlier in our broadcast that Tony Stewart and the team had not made a whole lot of noise in this season. Right now they're making some here at Talladega as they are in front working their way back into turn number one. Can they hold off the cars that are pursuing them? Kurt Busch puts the heat on heading to turn two.
4: They've got to clear the lap machines of Kenny Schrader and Ward Burton. Tony Stewart gets by in the high side. He's going to bring Kurt Busch with him and look at this car of Johnny Benson riding in the third spot.
5: Benson had been riding out back for most of the afternoon waiting for the late laps to get busy. Now has got the Valvoline Pontiac in position. He is third, closing in
6: on Kurt Bush. Single foul, the work back into the corner with Tony Stewart and Kurt Bush nose to tail. Behind them, nose to tail, Johnny Benson, Sterling, Merlin double wide now as Mark
2: Martin opens the inside lane. He'll bypass Matt Kenseth off turn four. Kurt Busch putting on a show here this afternoon, showing what he can do in his first ever race here at the Talladega Super Speedway. He's in the second spot. All over Tony Stewart trying to get by him. Johnny Benson is third. Marlon fourth. Now it's three wide for the fifth spot as they go to turn one. That
4: would be Matt Kenseth, Michael Wallace, and the car down on the bottom would be Mark Martin. Mark and ekes out just a little bit of advantage for the fifth spot. Top four cars, however, are Still knows to tell. And
5: they've got a couple or three car lengths of advantage between uh, the fifth place battle. Matt Kenseth way up on the outside doesn't have a lot of help and that will cost him some spots. Through on the inside. Mark Martin goes to fifth.
6: Jeff Burton through for sixth place. Side-by-side side behind them, here comes Mike Wallace to the outside lane. He has Mike Skinner down below. Rusty Wallace, Mike's brother, was giving him assistance. Instead, Rusty changes lanes and leaves his brother out to dry in the outside lane. And as the
3: laps wind down here at Talladega, there'll be 24 to go when they cross the line this time. The pressure builds even more on every driver up in that lead pack to get as close to the front as he can. Let's go to Pitt Road.
7: Kevin LePage is down here and back behind the wall. Kevin, what happened to you? Well,
9: first of all, i got to thank all the Kodak guys back at the shop. Especially in the engine department, they gave me a horse today, and I was just out there riding along. We had a little wall temperature problem, and every time we got close to the pack, would go hot, get hot on us, so we had to back off. But I was just getting ready to make my move. There's 30 laps to go, and uh, something happened to the motor. But uh, you know, these guys don't usually have motor failures, and uh, we had a heck of a race car today with
7: the Kodak Chevy. But uh, we'll just get them next week at uh, California. The attrition at that high. Only the second car to be behind the wall back here this afternoon.
3: Uh, Kevin LePage and Stacy Compton, the only two cars that have been behind the wall throughout the day. Laps are winding down in a hurry. 24 on the board, 23 to go. When they come back this time, Tony Stewart still leading the pack as they work their way back down to the start-finish line, which is all the way down toward turn number one. A single-car deal right now through about eighth position where Mike Wallace is as they go back to turn number one. Now they break out of line heading for turn two.
4: And that would be Mike Skinner who makes the move from the fifth position trying to pass the car the inside. He will take fifth. Now draws up alongside Mark Martin for the fourth position. Wheel to wheel down the back stretch.
5: Martin down low. Skinner up high as they battle for the number five position on the back straightaway. It continues to be Tony Stewart with the lead. Kurt Busch in second. Johnny Benson third. And side by side, Martin and Skinner.
6: Here comes Skinner to the outside of the racetrack. Drafting help forms up there behind him. Mike Wallace now. Rusty Wallace, Sterling Marlin in the outside lane. While Martin has drafting help from Jeff Burton and one more car. That will be the uh, the car of Todd Bodine as they fall in single file.
2: Kevin LePage mentioned going to California next week. Of course, MRN Radio will be there to bring you live coverage of the Napa Auto Parts 500. Our coverage actually begins on Friday afternoon with Bud Pole update starting at 5 Eastern time. We'll bring you the Auto Club 300 NASCAR Busch Series race on Saturday at 3 Eastern time. Then the Napa Auto Parts 500 a week from today at 2 Eastern time. From there, it's on to Richmond International Raceway for the Pontiac Excitement 400. That is on May the 5th. We start up with Bud Pole qualifying on May the 4th. That's Friday afternoon at 3.30 Eastern. The Hardy's 250 NASCAR Busch Series race on that Friday night at 7.15 Eastern. Then the Pontiac Excitement 400 at 7.30 Eastern on Saturday, May the 5th. The very next day, Sunday, May the 6th, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series is at the Gateway International Raceway for the Ram Tough 200. Call these racetracks. Get your tickets. They're available right now. The ticket offices are open. And, of course, we'll have coverage for you here on MRN Radio.
3: Lead pack comes across the line, heads back into the corner one more time. Tony Stewart still pulling him around the Talladega Super Speedway. A lot of drivers up in that lead group that have never won a race here at Talladega. Tony Stewart, one of those. Mike Skinner is another very much in contention this afternoon. Bobby Hamilton's in that pack also. He's never won here. Jeff Burton having a good run. He has never won at this racetrack. Neither has Rusty Wallace nor Ricky Rudd. Maybe one of those will pull it out before the day is gone. They head for turn three.
6: Tony Stewart leads the draft. Kurt Busch tucked right up under his rear bumper and... Of Mark Martin in Ford. First side-by-side battle is further back as Mike Skinner climbs the banking. Todd Bodine at the bottom. Skinner sliding up the racetrack, although with drafting help from
2: Rusty Wallace and Buckshot Jones,
6: Skinner now trying to take the fifth spot away off the corner.
2: Skinner hoping to get a little push from behind if he can get that outside lane working. It has worked several times here this afternoon, but for now he'll hold his spot in the seventh position. It's Tony Stewart leading, Kurt Busch is second, Johnny Benson, Mark Martin, and Jeff Burton the top five. We have 20 laps to go. Caution free so far this afternoon with 18 laps to go. We've had 36 lead changes among 26 drivers. Right now it's Tony Stewart hanging on to the top spot, but Kurt Busch is literally pushing him across the start finish line and into turn one. Tony Stewart
4: really feeling the heat from Kurt Busch but as they enter the 33 degree banking. Kurt Busch backs off just a little bit. Johnny Benson continues to nail down the third spot for single file down the back
5: track. Last couple of times into turn number three, Kurt Busch not just bump drafting Tony Stewart, just lifting him up and shoving him on into the corner. This time there's a big gap at least two feet
6: between the leader and second place. Single file, they'll come back to the corner, and that two feet will expand to about four as Kurt Busch riding the low line in the second position. Johnny Benson, Mark Martin, Jeff Burton, and Ricky Rudd stacked up behind. Those six cars have about four car lengths on Rusty Wallace.
3: Best thing those six can do right now is exactly what they're doing. Run nose to tail, just inches apart, keep a real good tight draft, and try to open up a little daylight. Rusty Wallace breaks out of that pack behind him and tags onto that draft as they go into one. But from Rusty on back, they're running door to door. Whether they're going to be able to catch the top seven, they go to turn two. DJ has
4: got the eighth position. Fighting for ninth now is Mike Wallace and Matt Kenseth. Wheel to wheel to turn three.
5: Dale Jarrett down on the bottom of the racetrack. Try to break out of that second pack and reel in that single file draft of leaders. On the back straightaway, it continues to be Tony Stewart. Kurt Busch, Johnny Benson, your top three.
6: Off the end of the back stretch, they will remain that way now through turns three and four. Looking for their back. Todd Bodine going way up the racetrack. He'll lose several spots as side-by-side in front of him, Steve Park and Matt Kenseth now, the first side-by-side duo off the corner. Front
2: nine cars, nose to tail, single file, working way low coming through the trioval, back around to the start-finish line to clock 173. It's going to give us 15 laps to go. Kurt Busch again putting the pressure on Tony Stewart. Here's Mike Wallace trying to make something happen. He's back around sixth in line, working to the high side on the outside lane. He pulls up alongside his brother, Rusty
4: Wallace, and so they are side-by-side for the seventh position. Rusty's got the bottom draft. Mike Wallace plenty of help. Racing to turn three. Wallace and Wallace inside and out. It's Rusty down low.
5: Mike up high as they battle for position to the back straight away. Rusty on the inside
6: with a bit of an advantage. But back comes Mike Wallace. They're dead even to three. Rusty now fender out in front. Now will pass his brother Mike to the inside with drafting help from Dale Jarrett. Jarrett will go by Mike Wallace as well. Wallace has limited drafting assistance. Matt Kenseth is on here his rear deck lid.
3: Now, this is where it really gets to be white-knuckle racing. There's 14 laps left to go when they cross the line just about 1,000 feet away right now. So you don't want to make a mistake, but by the same token, you don't want to get too far back in that pack of traffic. And you get to thinking about that, you may make a move that you know you shouldn't, but that's your only hope to get up there. They go back to turn two. A
4: couple of times... Kurt Busch has tried to get the right front fender underneath Tony Stewart, but nothing doing. Stewart is still the man in control off of turn two. First two-wide battle is for the number six position where
5: Ricky Rudd has forced his way to the inside of Mike Wallace. Rudd on the inside, Wallace on the outside, then Rusty Wallace and Matt Kinson.
6: Mike Wallace goes up the racetrack, and the inside lane is opened up. Here goes Ricky Rudd. He'll go by and grab six. Rusty Wallace down low for seventh, his brother Mike topside. Mike with two guards behind him, Rusty with one. That's Dale Jarrett. He's about a car length back.
2: Close call for Ron Hornaday. Last time across the start-finish line, he glanced off another car, bounced back and forth, nearly lost the machine, but did a great job of hanging on to it. There is some smoke coming from the right front tire where the fender is knocked in on the Conseco Pontiac. Could have just killed his chances for a win today. It's a five-car breakaway now as they head to turn two. Single file with Stewart at the top of the heap. Kurt Busch in
4: second. Johnny Benson is third. Mark Martin in fourth.
5: Everybody holding their spots, at least for the moment. First man on that outside lane is Mike Wallace. He's back around the seventh or eighth position. It's Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch, Johnny Benson, Mark Martin. As they hit turn number
6: three. Watching Mike Wallace trying to regain some lost ground. He gets a fender out in front of Ricky Rudd in the outside lane. Behind Wallace, you've got Matt Kenseth and Bobby Hamilton. Ricky Rudd has Rusty Wallace and Dale Jarrett behind him.
3: Work their way back down to the line. This time there will be a dozen laps remaining in the Talladega 500. And then we'll see the checkered flag come down. To the line, Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch. Johnny Benson, Mark Martin, and Jeff Burton. They are single file. They're double file from their back as they go back over to turn two. In the beginning
4: of the race, it was the bottom line that worked. Then the higher groove came in. But now since Stewart likes the lower line, everybody follows him all the way around turns one and two. No change of
5: position. They'll move around the lap car of Elliott Sadler, who's had problems this afternoon. Stewart again leads the way down the back stretch for the moment. Everybody content to follow single file. Back on the outside, though. Here comes
6: Mike Wallace back into it for fifth. Wallace charges to the outside lane. He gets up alongside Mark Martin. That's the battle for the fourth position and Wallace has some advantage now. Although Mark Martin rallies down low, he's got his teammate Jeff Burton behind him and Matt Kenseth is behind Mike
2: Wallace. Mike Wallace started dead last today. He's now battling to work his way into the top five. Swing into the high side of the banking. Now with drafting help from behind, Matt Kenseth gets into him. Wallace almost loses the car. A great save from Mike Wallace, and he only loses a couple of spots.
4: They sneak in underneath him. That would be Jeff Burton, Ricky Rudd, and Bobby Hamilton. Now Wallace tries to counterattack down to the inside of Bobby Hamilton. They'll try to get a fender underneath down
5: the back straight. Wallace saves the race car, and now is back on the attack. Now he's down to the bottom lane, pulls up on the back bumper of Bobby Hamilton. It continues to be Stewart and Bush as
6: they have to turn three. Single file, Kurt Busch running in the second spot, not stepping out of line following Tony Stewart's tire tracks Johnny Benson behind Bush Mark Martin behind Benson Burton behind Martin, single file but three wide further back Rusty Wallace, Matt Kenseth and Kevin Harvick backing up off the corner
3: Ten laps to go when they cross the line Tony Stewart continues to lead here at Talladega At the Talladega Super Speedway coming down to the conclusion of the Talladega 500 in another white knuckle and hair raising finishes like we have seen here before, seven laps to go Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch Johnny Benson, their single file. Fourth place on back, double file.
4: It is Bobby Hamilton to the outside. To the inside would be Mark Martin. They've been hammering on each other for fourth. Hamilton not able to improve his position lap after lap. Tony Stewart leads the field off the turn. Hamilton hangs onto that
5: outside lane. Trying to make the most of it and make a run down the back straightaway. Tony Stewart leads the inside line. Bush is second. Benson third. Then side by side. Mark Martin and Bobby
6: Hamilton. Hamilton working the outside lane while Mark Martin is down low. Martin has the fender out in front. They come through turn four this time. Still dead even racing for the fourth spot.
2: Matter of fact they're double wide for about three or four rows behind them off the corner. Hamilton has the outside lane covered. Mark Martin down low and again they're stacked up as Mike Bagley said up front the front three machines single file try to move away. It's Stewart, Kurt Busch and Johnny Benson they have about four car lengths on this fourth place battle in turn one. Pontiac Ford and Pontiac make up the
4: top three cars. It's still side by side for fourth carbon copy laps running on here as we near the end of the Talladega 500. Tony Stewart feeling the heat from Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch,
5: the rookie, looking for his first career Winston Cup win. Johnny Benson looking for his first career Winston Cup win. They run second and third, but Tony Stewart continues to keep the ball in the rearview
6: mirror. Single file, they will work off the end of the back straightaway now, still watching the race for the fourth spot. Bobby Hamilton up top, drafting help from Joe Nemechek. Mark Martin gets the advantage down low. He gets a boost from Jeff Burton put Martin in the fourth spot now they're side by side for the fifth position
3: 28 cars in that lead draft as they work their way back to the line and the laps wind down there will be five to go this time can Tony Stewart hold everyone off Kurt Busch has been very patient thus far has not attempted to pull out and pass A moment ago, it was the front five running single file. Now it's just the front four. And
4: Barney, Johnny Benson took a brief look at the inside of Kurt Busch. He is thinking about it. He knows it's time to go. He's tired of riding in the third
5: position. Benson again just takes a peek to the inside, testing the waters for a possible move, but can't find room to do it this time. It is Stewart, Busch, Benson, Martin, and now Jeff Burton to the
6: inside of Bobby Hamilton for fifth. Opens up the inside lane, trying to squeeze down to the inside as Jeff Burton racing for the fifth position. All the leaders glued down to the inside of the racetrack. Tony Stewart has about a car length
2: now on Kurt Busch off turn four. Still the front four cars lead the way from fifth on back. It's side by side as Bobby Hamilton tries to get squeezed back down in that lower lane. That's where he wants to be. But right now, Jeff Burton occupies the spot there. That's the race for fifth. That it's Ricky Rudd and Joe Nemechek. They're side-by-side for seventh. You can throw Dale Jr. in that mix as well. He's right behind on the bumper of Joe Nemechek.
4: Now he draws up alongside Ricky Rudd. They're two-by-two-by-two from fourth all the
5: way back to the end of the field. That battle for fourth is like the log jam. Nobody can get any further up to challenge for third, second, or for the lead. So that front three continues to run single file.
6: Tony Stewart, good push. Johnny Benson one more time. Still double wide, racing for the fourth spot. Bobby Hamilton is stuck just like Dave Moody said, can't go forward, can't go backward. He's racing alongside Mark Martin. They come up off the banking now as Martin gets a fender
3: out in front. Come down with just three laps to go this time. Tony Stewart, Kurt Busch, Johnny Benson, Mark Martin, Bobby Hamilton, your top five, sixth through tenth, Jeff Burton, Joe Nemechek, Ricky Rudd, Earnhardt Jr., Buckshot Jones, as they work their way back into the corner. Now when Dale Earnhardt, the late Dale Earnhardt won here at Talladega, he came from about 14th or 15th in an outside line. But they got boxed up in the inside groove. What's going to happen on the final couple of laps here? They're in turn two.
4: It looks like the inside groove is the winning groove this afternoon. Field is off of turn two.
5: Tony Stewart has run down low for the last 50 laps or so, and so far nobody's been able to displace him. Kurt Busch takes a little bit of a peek to the outside lane. Nothing there as they
6: hit three. Now the challenge is still on for third. Bob Bobby Hamilton and now Johnny Benson are double wide that side by side racing is allowing Tony Stewart and Kurt Busch to pull away they come up off of turn number four Kurt Busch is on Tony Stewart's back bumper
2: better believe Tony Stewart is busy checking that rearview mirror to see what Kurt Busch is doing back there Kurt Busch just waiting for the right opportunity knowing if he makes the right move it might work if it's a wrong move it'll backfire meanwhile here comes Bobby Hamilton nobody planned on him he's going for the lead they're starting to gang
4: up on Kurt Busch in the second spot Bobby Hamilton Hamilton the outside Mark Martin is right there Joe Nemechek trying to come along Tony Stewart all by himself in the top spot was dragging down the back
5: track. We have seen it done before late on the outside lane and Bobby Hamilton is trying to do it again
6: He pulls up now he is after Kurt Busch puts a wheel up to the number 2 spot He'll up for the lead in the 3 Here comes Bobby Hamilton he tried to go for the top spot nothing doing Tony Stewart all by himself. One car length out in front. They are side by side for a second. Kurt Busch in the inside lane. Benson takes a look. Tries to make it three wide, but gets back in line. One
3: lap to go. Heading down for the white flag this time. Tony Stewart trying to hold on to the lead. Bobby Hamilton trying to get around the outside. And at the start-finish line, Hamilton makes the pass. He gets around Tony Stewart and leads him back to turn one for the final time.
4: Makes the pass and makes it stick. He's got about a car length on Tony Stewart. If he can keep it down on the bottom... He can block the Home Depot Pontiac. Bobby Hamilton will lead them off of turn two.
5: Hamilton takes it up to the outside retaining wall. Now ducks it down to the low line. Trying to block all three lanes at once is Bobby Hamilton. Here they come for the final time. It's Stewart in second. On the outside, Joe
6: check. Hamilton leads him to three. Kurt Busch is not a factor. Tony Stewart is not a factor. Bobby Hamilton is in the lead at Talladega. Three wide behind. Tony Stewart now will grab second. Kurt Busch is third. Stewart's going to try to mount a charge. He looks inside. He looks out outside. Nothing doing. Hamilton has the lane cover.
2: Hamilton blocks coming up the racetrack. Keeping Tony Stewart from making the move. Bobby Hamilton driving for Andy Petrie. Racing is going to score his first win for that team here today in the Talladega 500. Tony Stewart comes in second. A great run for Kurt Busch. His career best. He's third. Mark Martin is fourth. And Bobby Levante finishes in the fifth position. Let's go to pit road. Jimmy
0: Jimmy Ellings, the crew chief for Bobby Hamilton. Jimmy, congratulations. I, I can't believe it
8: what a day you know uh, this car was run second here to, to dale last year and we brought it back for that reason and hoped that we could uh, pull the wind off and uh, able to do it bobby hamilton did a great job great day for apr
0: did you think you could do it from the outside
8: well you know they were all running down on the
2: bottom and they were just determined to be on the bottom you know and you know our car was pretty good up top and it was real free and I just told him. I said, just keep if they want to run the bottom, pin them to the bottom and make them earn
0: it. All right, go to victory lane and enjoy it. That's Jimmy Elliott, the crew chief for the winning car, Bobby Hamilton. Heck of a finish. A heck of a finish here at Talladega. It always is.
2: Since Bobby Hamilton went to work for Andy Petrie Racing this year, they've just been getting better and better. And you can just kind of feel this opportunity coming. As Jimmy Elledge said, his crew chief, this is the same car that Kenny Wallace drove to a second-place finish here back in the fall, so it shouldn't really be a surprise. Bobby Hamilton gets the win. Tony Stewart is second. Kurt Busch is third. Mark Martin fourth. And Bobby Labonte fifth. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. 37 lead changes among 27 drivers. As usual, a nail-biter here all the way down to the finish as Bobby Hamilton wins at the Talladega Super Speedway. We'll go to Victory Lane and hear from the other finishers in the top five in a moment.
1: NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio. Sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR
2: is built Ford Tough. Bobby Hamilton took the top spot on the next-to-last lap Here's our win, the Talladega 500 this afternoon. We will get a word from him in victory lane in a moment. First, let's hear from another one of the finishers in the top five here today at Talladega.
9: Well, with Tony Stewart, Tony taking a big gulp of water, and, Tony, you had him there until about two or three laps to go. Some guys said they wanted to be out front. Some didn't. Were you sitting duck?
2: Well, I mean, I really didn't think we had that good a car to lead that that way at the end, but, uh, man, I did a great job, and, and Kurt Busch was really helping out a bunch, giving us some, some pushes down the straightaways, but... Uh, I just uh you know the only i kept looking in the mirror and looking who was trying to get on the outside and the only guy that, that kept getting bigger in the mirror was the 55 car so uh he just did a great job i mean we we, we needed to race in about two laps earlier
9: the bottom has always been the way around here were you surprised that they were able to get you on the high side
2: i i was surprised we stayed up front to be honest i, I really didn't think that we could lead so um i guess for a while i i thought really the top side must have been pretty slow to, to for us to be able to hold him off like we did but uh you know, to, to see them coming up there, and they weren't gaining big chunks. They were just gaining little chunks at a time. They just got one, one or
9: two chunks too many. <laughs> and lead they did. Had a great run, second for Tony Stewart. Jason Toy is with Kurt Busch, who finished third. Kurt Busch has had
7: a grin on his face since he pulled this car in here after a high five from Jack uh, Roush. Kurt, great run for you today.
8: It was a wonderful run. Just a great job by the whole team, the whole effort put together, the R&D department back home, the testing we've done. This is what it's all about, putting a team together and running hard.
7: What about the runs here, the final couple, final stretch? You guys went without any cautions in this race, and it was nip and tuck the whole way.
8: It sure was. I didn't expect the 55 and 33 to come up that quick. I had a plan for the 20. The 10 might have fell into my plan, but uh, those two guys on the outside ruined everything. Hey, what can, what can you ask for for the Sharpie Rubbermaid team, a third-place finish?
7: Career best for Kurt Busch finishes up third. Kurt Busch doing a
8: good job
2: here today, Barney, towards the closing part of the race there. He was really putting the pressure on Tony Stewart. And again, he's one of several drivers in this field who didn't even have NASCAR Busch Series experience at this racetrack. It's the first race he's ever run here at Talladega. He learns fast.
3: Yeah, he really does, and being a rookie driver, one of the uh, Ray bestest candidates for Rookie of the Year honors, man, he put on quite a performance here today. Didn't get himself out of position, was able to stay up there and come home in third place. Let's go back to pit road and see if they've caught up with any more of the top five finishers.
9: Well, Mark Martin walking along, swapping stories with uh, Texas Terry Labonte. Mark, fourth-place run, pretty good run for you. Tell us about it.
8: Well, it was a good run for the whole team. Uh, we had a fast car here this weekend, and that makes all the difference in the world. Uh, I'm proud of this team. They gave me fast pit stops and a good car, and, and uh, the drivers deserve a gold medal. You certainly do, going
9: caution-free on this deal. Those last few laps, were you just not in the place that you could get around them since
8: the high line seemed to be the one that advanced the most? Uh, I really got in the right spot right at the end with a huge run, but I just didn't have cooperation. Everybody was going for it, not just me. So I came from about ninth to fourth, uh, which I was real proud of. I'm, I'm just happy to have that good a finish. We had an awesome run if we'd have had a big steam uh, uh, line behind us. But they were all trying the same thing as me, find somewhere where nobody was and go that way. Well, i give a vote for what
9: Mark Martin said. Everybody gets a gold star today going caution-free here at Talladega. Yeah,
3: everybody had their fingers crossed on that one, and it it worked out well. Bobby Labonte finished fifth. Let's see if we can get a word from him.
7: We are still in pursuit of Bobby. We'll get with him here in just one second.
0: Let's check into victory lane. All right, let's step around some folks right here and see if we can get in here with uh, Bobby Hamilton. He and his teammate Joe Nemechek celebrating this victory bobby when did you make up your mind that the only chance you had was the outside lane 15 to go i knew what i was going to do i just didn't want to do it
2: too early They just count my laps down i didn't tell them and i could hear the concern in their voice but i said 15 to go because if you look back at the tape every time i had 15 to go before the end of a gas run i'd go up there and lead it or be right there so i knew what we could do with 15 to go
0: how much did your teammate mean to you in those last few laps we
2: wouldn't win it wouldn't want it without him and uh i appreciate that i mean Joe hadn't had that good of a year, but it's a real good race team, and we're working so close together, and we're utilizing what a two-car team's about, and I think today showed that.
0: First part of the race, what did you try to do to get this team through? (laughs) Get
2: the hell out of everybody's way and see how safe that's going to be, but everybody drove excellent races, real safe, and I'm real proud of them.
0: So Bobby Hamilton scores a win here at Talladega. I was looking around to see if I could get a word with Andy Petrie here. Andy, Congratulations.
8: Thank you, Chuck. What a great day for our company. What a great, I mean, I can't say enough about it. Bobby, Joe, the whole team, Jimmy Elledge, Chris Carey, everybody, all the guys at the engine shop, this is for you guys. Man, this is unbelievable. We've worked so hard. This is our fifth year now, and, uh, God, I'm just, I am in a dream world. This is unbelievable.
0: But well, I think today, though, that those guys proved what team teamwork could do.
8: That's right, and that's something that, you know, these guys have really come together this year, and the teams have been more cohesive than ever, and this really just proved it out.
0: That's right. Andy Petrie's in victory lane as a car owner. And, well, he should be. A
3: well-deserved victory this afternoon for Bobby Hamilton and Andy Petrie and that team. Again, let's check in and see if they've
9: caught up with Bobby DeBonnie for a final time. Well, Bobby Labonte's gone up into his hauler. He's up there talking to uh, Joe Gibbs and Jimmy Maycar about the race today. But we talked about how Dale Earnhardt came from 18th to win last year with five to go. I looked at the monitor with five to go this race. Bobby Labonte was the man there, so he made his way all the way back up to fifth position, so uh, if he comes out, we'll get him here in just a moment.
3: Okay, that's uh, Bobby Labonte finishing fifth. Hopefully we can get a word from him in a moment. We'll be right back and give you a complete rundown in the finishing order. Back at the Talladega Super Speedway, Bobby Hamilton enjoying the accolades down in Victory Lane, having won here this afternoon. I think we saw one of the Well, it wasn't quite up to par for Dale Earnhardt coming like he did the final lap here the last year, but Talladega doesn't have any dull finishes, don't have any dull races.
2: I'll tell you, every time you come here, you hold your breath practically every lap around here. We had some great side-by-side, three- and four-wide racing. Not a single caution all day long. No big incidents on the racetrack. Clean racing, and again, uh, a record number of different leaders in the race. Uh, The record was uh, 14 set back in 1996. We had 26 different leaders in the race here today, and 22 cars on the lead lap at the finish. That's a record as well here for running of a race at the Talladega Super Speedway. The Gatorade front-runner Award of $10,000 goes to Sterling Marlin. He was the eligible driver leading the most laps in today's race. And it's time now for Barney and I to select the winner of the Raybestos Break of the Race Award. We'll award $500 to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Raybestos Brakes In the name of the driver who received the best break
3: in today's race. I like Mike Wallace. Mike started all the way back in 43rd position, dead last on the field. He got way back toward the tail end of the field a couple of times on pit stops. His team uh, got him out a couple of times to give him track position and get him back up there. And a couple of times he got a break from some other drivers that was able to pick up a draft and lock on, and he comes home with a good finish here this afternoon in, uh, what, 10th position? I like him.
2: Plus, he made a great save going into turn one. He got bumped by another car, could have lost it. They were piled up three wide behind him that could have been the major event of the day but for uh, all those reasons Ray breaks the official breaks of NASCAR awards $500 in the name of Mike Wallace to the Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries
3: let's take a look at the rundown Bobby Hamilton will win Tony Stewart finishes second Kurt Busch ran third Mark Martin was fourth Bobby Labonte finished fifth six will go to Joe Nemechek Johnny Benson ran seventh Dale Earnhardt Jr. was eighth Jeff Burton was ninth tenth was Mike Wallace 11th will go to Terry Labonte, 12th to Kevin Harvick, Rusty Wallace finished 13th, Ricky Rudd was 14th, Buckshot Jones finished 15th, 16th will go to Ricky Craven, 17th to Dave Blaney, 18th to Dale Jarrett, Matt Kenseth ran 19th, Jason Leffler was 20th. 21st to Andy Houston, 22nd to Ron Hornaday, Sterling Marlin finished 23rd, Robert Presley 24th, and Mike Skinner make up your top 25. Jerry
2: Nadeau was 26th today, Brett Bodine finished 27th, Jeff Gordon was 28th, Michael Waltrip 29th, and Casey Atwood was 30th. 31st was Steve Park, 32nd Bill Elliott, 33rd was Ward Burton, 34th Jeff Purvis, and 35th was Jeremy Mayfield. Jimmy Spencer finished 36th, John Andretti was 37th, Dave Marcus was 38th, Elliot Sadler 39th, Ken Schrader 40th, Todd Bodine 41st, Kevin LePage was 42nd, and Stacey Compton was 43rd. Again, no cautions today, 40 cars were running at the end of the race with 29 on the lead lap out of 43 cars that started the event here today. Bobby Hamilton took the lead on lap 187 to come home for the win here today in the Talladega 500. Next week, we move on to the California Speedway, the Napa Auto Parts 500. MRN radio coverage begins with Bud Pole qualifying on Friday afternoon at 5 Eastern time. The NASCAR Busch Series runs the Auto Club 300 on Saturday, 3 Eastern time for our coverage. And then the Napa Auto Parts 500 a week from today, 2 Eastern time from the california speedway the ticket office is open call there get your tickets and join us if you can if not we'll have live coverage here on mrn radio officially
9: uh, go ahead so uh, we question. caught up with bobby labani we talked about dale earnhardt's charge at the end of last year's race in october bobby you were running about that same position 18th with four or five to go tell us about how you got back up into the top five
0: uh you know i just got a
2: little bit of got a little bit to the outside there got got a move and uh kevin harvey pushed me a lot and then uh Got back down to the middle groove and, and got a little bit of a run there and then got back on the outside and Kevin pushed me some more. So, uh, yeah, we did go back from uh, come back from a long position back. But, uh, you know, right there at the end, uh, you just try to hug the guys down low, try to just get as much air as you can and, uh, you know, sniff it out as much possible. But uh, these guys in this interstate battery, Pontiac did a good job today. Just uh, couldn't quite get up there to the front, but uh, that's quite all right.
9: Caution-free race. I think that probably surprised a lot of folks. Were there a lot of close calls out there? It kind of looked like it from our perspective.
2: Uh, Yeah, definitely. I thought there was a lot of close calls, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, everybody did a good job today. Everybody tried to just, you know, stay as patient as possible. And, uh, you know, there at the end it got a little wild, but, you know, they're supposed to be getting wild there at the end. That's Bobby Labonte. He came home fifth. Other than that, his second place finish earlier this year at Rockingham, that is his best finish of the year. It's about to say, unofficially, the point standings show Dale Jarrett still the uh, points leader by 148 over Jeff Gordon. Johnny Benson still third. Bobby Hamilton moves to fourth, and Sterling Marlin now in the fifth position. Dan Hubbard, Mike Bagley, and Dave Moody covered the action for us in the turns today. Along the pit lane, it was Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Jason Toy. Thanks to Cherie Spangler, who helped us on scoring. Our pit runner was Ron Thomas, Jim Norton, Dan Allred, Don Champion, and Greg Hobbs. The Alabama gang helping us as our production assistants here today. Don't forget to join us for NASCAR Today every day of this week with daily news and information on the NASCAR scene, NASCAR Live on Tuesday night with Eli Gold, and the World of Racing each weekday with commentary from NASCAR drivers and personalities. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. It's been a thriller here at Talladega. As usual, we congratulate Bobby Hamilton, who has won the Talladega 500.
0: This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.